Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Friday, June 16th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, contractors finished the demolition of the damaged portion of I-95. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro tweeted on Thursday evening the demolition portion of reconstruction had ended ahead of schedule. Crews are now readying to build a temporary roadway. The first trucks left Arrow Aggregates in Eddystone, Delaware County to Philadelphia around 7.30 Thursday morning with the Pennsylvania State Police escort. The trucks made their way to the site of the collapse carrying material needed for the highway's temporary fix. CEO Archie Filshill says they'll work 24-7 to get this done and that they set up yesterday so that they can start the work today. A 6 ABC asked Pennsylvania Secretary of Transportation Mike Carroll about a time frame, but he declined to offer specifics. Kathy, did you see they have a live streaming video yes. of the site? I was yes. watching it last yeah, me night. Too. I'm like, this you is pretty cool. Watch yeah. the, yes, the progress. Uh, so Carroll says, I'm not going to get into three weeks or three months. We are working as steadily as we can to do it safely and efficiently. There is no way to predict equipment failure. He also said other factors such as weather can affect the, any time frame. No government official has given a specific time frame for opening the temporary lanes. Phil Schill explained the material is a foam glass aggregate that will build up the ground to the surface level of I-95. It's estimated to take uh, between 15,000 to 20,000 cubic yards. Each truck carries about 90 cubic yards, so it will take them about 200 truckloads to complete. It's the same compound they're using in current breast augmentation surgery. <laughs> you know what? It, it, okay. and, and I know that it will do the job, but foam glass aggregate does not sound, sound very solid right. to me. <laughs> yeah. But right. obviously, they know what they're doing. Yes. And it's coming from Delco, by the way. Right, coming from Delco. Delco. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, training a camera on something is your best way to ensure that everyone will keep working oh, as yeah. fast yeah, as they seriously. can. Uh-huh. Once paving is complete, three northbound and three southbound lanes on I-95 will reopen to traffic as crews work on the outside on a permanent bridge. Then construction will switch to complete the inner lane. Phil Schill hopes that to have all the material at the site on 95 by the beginning of next week. They should have two-way communication. So if you're watching at home, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. You can ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> a recent graduate from the Philadelphia High School for Girls is calling for change after she didn't receive her high school diploma on stage. Wait till you guys hear this story. So she, the principal, stole the moment from me, said Hafsa Abdur Rahman, I will never get that again. Uh, She cried tears of humiliation instead of joy at her high school graduation on June 9th. The 17-year-old from Philadelphia's Olney section said the principal warned students their families could not cheer or clap when they walked on stage. There are a lot of schools. Is that right? They did it when I went to high school. Absolutely. Just because it takes longer? Because it takes longer and we we had, okay. Steve, like you, we had hundreds and hundreds of class, of, of people in our senior class, and so they encourage you not to yell and scream and make a bunch of noise. Now, nobody got in trouble for it. Right. In fact, one of the moms who was on the staff came out and made a big production and hugged her daughter and all this stuff, and we were like, mm, we were told not to make yeah. a big deal while we were up there, and you guys let them get away with that. So you're getting a falcon punch. But it's so uh, it, it's so it doesn't you okay, know, drag take, things. All right. And it also, you know, 
uh, kind of keeps it from from anybody doing negative, uh, you know, yelling and screaming for whatever reason. Think, I, how, I, think I, of I, how much worse it could get, Kat, that you could be called Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> yes. Or you could be like uh, the, the brawl that happened at the Ridley High School graduation. Did you hear about that one? No, this just happened? There was a full-on brawl. I think there might have even been a couple of brawls in the crowd at Ridley High school. Are you? Is, do they encourage that? They, no, 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 no. And as a matter of fact, I think they frown upon okay. that. But Kathy, yeah. so. I didn't. So I didn't. I didn't even think of it like that. Like, there's so many kids. You have yeah. to wait until the end. Yeah. Um, we, like we, I was just thinking, this is a once in a lifetime thing. These kids are graduated from high school. Let their parents cheer for them. We were flat out told no cheering. Uh, you, you can't uh, make any big uh, gestures or production. Yeah, yeah. And they said. We will keep your diploma if you if you break t- any of these rules. I told you what happened at my graduation. They had, huh. they brought they, yes. I came in handcuffs. Yeah, basically. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my they, god. They <laughs> let him walk. I know his name. I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's high up on the bottom. Let's look. Know. We'll look him up. But yeah. Uh, yeah but um, yes, walked across. And everyone is, everyone's looking like, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. But this is like, I mean, this is a classic, like, uh, that, that mathematical equation. F around, find out. And so uh, yeah. she yeah. found out. Well, so here's what happened. So she, um, she said, I understood the rules because I was saying on the video, do not say anything because I want my diploma. Uh, I knew and understood what was supposed to happen. So she, in the video, you can see her dancing across the stage, and then the crowd laughs. And they were told if there was, you know, any sort of reaction that they wouldn't get their diploma but what she's saying is, is there were people blowing kisses throwing high fives all kinds yeah. of signs and she said it's not fair right. that's the same thing yeah. they got their diplomas now there were two other people uh, that also didn't get their diplomas because there was re- reaction from the crowd all of the people did get their di- diplomas off the stage okay they didn't get them on the stage they'll these these people will end up getting their diplomas it'll end up well no they got them they, they, got got them. they just weren't well, handed them on stage yeah we were told that too we said we're going to hand you they're going to hand you the little booklet that yeah, it comes yeah. in but you don't get your diploma, your actual physical certificate until later on. Same with us. It's kind of a uh, an insurance policy yeah, that it, they have. And it us. took a while before we got the actual diploma. Yeah. Uh, the, school district, the school district of Philadelphia said in a statement, the district does not condone the withholding of earned diplomas based on family members cheering for their graduates. We apologize to all the families and the graduates who were impacted and are further looking into this matter to avoid it happening in the future. You know, yeah. to rectify this, Kathy... Fifty million dollars. Fifty. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I have no sympathy because I didn't even get a diploma on stage. Like they didn't do that. They didn't announce our names or anything like that. But uh, what? Why? Because there was five hundred of us. I there was guess? a thousand of us, and they, they too. They it's gave like all our names. Our yeah. graduating class was about eleven hundred. Yeah. 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 I, I was a thousand, and they said every single person's name. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I would not want to be at my own graduation. Yeah, if but it's like, cool oh. to have your name read. We were encouraged to do the worm across the stage. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, so she's said that the assistant superintendent of the school also reached out to her and her mother apologizing for their experience and to talk further. The principal was unavailable to speak after the incident. So this one's going to hit home, guys. Okay. Police are investigating a shooting that left two people injured in Balakinwood, Lower Marion Township. It happened in our parking lot. In yep. our parking lot, where our children play, play with their toys. <laughs> so it wow. happened just after 9 o'clock Thursday. In my home, <laughs> where my children, in my bedroom, where my wife sleeps. Where my children come and play with their toys. <laughs> it happened just after 9 o'clock yesterday evening near... <laughs> near a basketball court on St. Asif's Road and King's Grant Drive. That's right in our parking lot. Yeah, we they pass did, that they, basketball court every day. They just built it uh, yeah. maybe a year or two ago. And I think then, the issue was that they built it for the, uh, the employees of the building. Yeah. It's way off in the back of the parking lot. Yeah. 
And so it's constantly. In fact, they, we had an issue about six months ago about people leaving tons of garbage. With the garbage. Garbage. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, listen, that, that's fine. We want people to be able to come and and and, and play and and shoot. Uh, no. <laughs> No, but, like, clean your crap up. <laughs> clean your stuff up. And it's don't not, shoot each other. And don't shoot. No, no, but at the very, very Is it clearly least, posted? Yeah. Throw your stuff away. You, whatever you come in with, leave with. You know, right? Let's tackle like, that first yeah. and then the and shooting then stuff. Take your the garbage and your, and your casings and right. leave. Yeah. They should have a sign on the basketball court that says, shoot basketballs, not guns. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Nick. Okay. And nice then, job. And then a cat hanging on a yeah. branch. Hang in there. Hang sure, in there. for motivation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I see guys playing there, you know, in the afternoon yeah. when I leave. Yeah, and I'm too. like, you know, that's like, and I remember Casey, like Casey calling this. He, he was saying this was going to happen. I'm like, you know what? Let them play. It's okay. But not what happened last night. Right. And, and I see that people clearly who don't work in our building, like younger people yes. yeah, uh, yeah. That, that are playing there. I'm like, eh, I think that's supposedly for the property, but I, I don't really there's, know. There's no way to contain it. There's no fence around the perimeter. We regularly. No, there have, is, but. It's not. Yeah, how, I think I the fence. I think the fence is there so the ball doesn't. Yeah, leave keeps the basketball. Yeah, but I'm saying, right. yeah, yeah, you, you can get it, no problem. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there uh, police are in our parking lot regularly. Yeah. Every morning when I come in, almost every morning, there's Laura Marion police there. Uh, well, that's for other incidents that happen. That's true too. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a guy shot putting the other day. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Right. A different kind of shooting. Front lawn. Cops yeah. were there for that. We yeah. played shirts and skins. Yeah. Uh, the show did, Kathy. We were skins on. Uh, on <laughs> uh, so yeah, but some of the employees of the station said last night when they got back after an event, there it was packed. There were wow. tons of cars, lots of people playing, wow. and then a short time later, about nine o'clock, is when it happened. Oh my goodness! Police say both victims were taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. One vehicle on the scene had multiple bullet holes. Police were seen inspecting another vehicle with all of its doors open. So far, there has been no word on arrest. This upsets me because that's the lot we do our drift racing in. Hey, well, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right, in sports this morning. The Phillies won again, beating the Diamondbacks 5-4 yesterday afternoon in Arizona. Bryson Stott hit his second home run in three games. Aaron Nola threw six and two-thirds strong innings, and the Phillies moved over 500 for the first time in more than a month. They sure did. The Phillies took three of four games from the National League West leading Diamondbacks this week. Up next for the Phillies is a weekend series in Oakland against the A's. Taiwan Walker will get the start tonight. First pitch is scheduled for 940. The Flyers have named John LeClaire to the position of special advisor to hockey operations. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, LeClaire will work alongside Patrick Sharp and will be involved in all aspects of the club's hockey operations department with a strong focus on player development with Flyers prospects. LeClaire recorded 819 points in 967 career NHL games in 16 seasons with Montreal, Pittsburgh, and the Flyers. The longtime Flyers alternate captain was part of the Legion of Doom line with Eric Lindros and Michael Renberg and became the first American-born NHL player to register three consecutive 50-goal seasons. And at the U.S. Open, Ricky Fowler and Xander Schofley both carded eight under 62s with bogey-free rounds and eight birdies. 
Braden Grace was previously the only player to shoot a 62 at a major, doing so in the third round of the 2017 Open Championship. Fowler and Shofley lead the field by two shots after the first round. The second round at the 123rd Open will continue at Los Angeles Country Club later today. Up. And that's what I have for you this morning. It's Sheffield, by the way. Is oh. it? But I, I was was watching that with my dad yesterday, and it was pretty uh, unbelievable. And He's got to be in his glory now. Ricky Fowler hasn't won a tournament since, like, 2019. He's never won a major. Uh, and here he goes, walks out, and... and Breaks the course record, wow. and then Shuffle comes up right after and ties him. It was pretty yeah, come damn on, impressive. Man. Hey, come on, come on, oh, one man! Harshing my buzz here. Yeah. All right, well, listen, our buzz is high level right now because we are at the I believe for President Steve Blood Drive. If you're just tuning in, things sound a little bit different, a little bit more echoey. It's because we're at the Expo Center at Oaks, and this place is gigantic. It's we're enormous. We're in this huge warehouse, uh, and they've actually they've moved the operation a little further back away from where we were. It's a long-distance call to get back there, Preston. It's way, way back there. So uh, we're, we're psyched. I was talking to uh, Helen just a moment ago from the Red Cross. She's excited for the day, uh, saying that, um, and, and fingers crossed, that a thousand units should be no problem. I'm hoping should be no problem because they I, have uh, they have th- I think we have over 1,100 people signed up for the event, and she was saying that with the and now they call it the Power Red, not the Double Red. Yes. They changed the name of it. The Power Red donations. They wear matching latex costumes. That uh, we should be able to cross uh, the thousand unit mark, no problem. Power Rangers joke right there. I was like, I don't get. Okay, oh, I get it. I get it. So um, that's yeah. awesome. That's uh, awesome. I'm very happy to hear that. It doesn't mean listen. You may show up and it, sometimes you're you're have low iron or whatever, yep. or for whatever reason. Yep. So if we can mitigate that, we should be golden. Oh, most definitely. So uh, we're excited to see all that are ready to be here. Our new I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive t-shirts are here, stacked up and ready to go. They look awesome. Uh, the staff members are wearing them here, and yeah. so I'm excited for you to get your tchotchkes, because Window Nation has this really cool tote bag that you can get on top of that. Uh, part of the just thank you that we do for, uh, you know, being a part of this event. And, uh, we're excited that it's finally here and it's underway. We will check in with Jackie Bam Bam at some point this morning. He's going to be at Live Casino yeah. uh, in Philadelphia. And uh, then after him, uh, after we're done today, Pierre Robert broadcasts live from that location. And then after Pierre is done, Brent Porsche will be back where we are here today doing his show live. So, uh, we're going over to Live, right, to donate. Yeah. And so after the show, we'll go over and visit with Pierre. We have a full long run. When we do it on Saturdays, we'd have to wrap up at four. We get a good long extra couple of hours today, so yeah. I think we can do it till seven p.m. So we're excited about uh, today and what it holds for us. So outside of that, we have other things happening. Uh, we will give away a word of the week prize at the end of the program today. Business as usual. There, a couple of guests are going to be joining us. Uh, we will talk to David Rash, the actor. If you watch Succession, uh, he's the guy who plays Carl, who's a great character, yeah. and. Uh, you know, he's one of the board Carl, members. Good to see you. And uh, he was also uh, he was also the, the star of the show, Sledgehammer. You know what else he was in, Preston? Mm. Cobra. Oh, my God, was he? had he? a small bar, a part in Cobra. He played a photographer. Oh, oh yeah. got to ask him about that. Most definitely. So we'll yeah. talk to him. He's got a movie he's uh, promoting called About My Father. Uh, and then after him, we're going to talk to Ken Jennings. Uh, yes. Jeopardy. He's got a book out, and uh, it's a travel guide, actually. It says a travel guide to the afterlife because there's 100 places you should see after you die. Right. Not sure what it's, that means. It's not really a travel guide. It's like what it would be like if you lived in ancient Greece, what it would be like to go to Hades or the uh, if you read Paradise Lost. It's like a real 
religion Milton, thing, Milton's. right? Well, some religion, but some culture. And, Viking. Yeah, the, the, I, I've read uh, some of it. It's really fascinating. It's like what happens to the Inuit people after they die. Interesting. Yeah. It's what people believe yes. the afterlife is, varying cultures. Yes, and, and I, in that sense, it's a travel guide. I, we will talk to him later on this morning. And on this very program, we will attempt and achieve breaking the Duncan Munchen toss record. Wow. We said it last year. We did just by accident, and now, I don't know, I think we're going to do it. And I think it was from here to there, right. where so you what, are right now. What I would suggest, looking by where we are right now, if you take it out to the edge of the t-shirt table, yeah, that should be about double, right? Uh, yeah. You mean the far end? Yeah, yeah. If you're, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll double it. All right. All right. I'm, Let's I'm go game. for it. So we'll do that at some point this morning. Um, let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report. The Stupid Question. Those things are coming up next. The I Believe for President Steve Blood Drive. We'll be right back on MMR. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh. And if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question this morning. Um, I don't know what I have to give away. Uh, Case, do we have a prize oh, list? Sockeye Salmon. No, not Sockeye Salmon. That's yeah. a, a sponsorship that Kathy has. My bad. Um, but uh, we'll get that in a second. But nonetheless, it's a it's good not prize. not Dorney Tickets, is it? Uh, I think it might be. Okay. I think it's uh, Dorney Tickets. All right, so... The question we will go with this morning is a blood-related question. What is the main protein in blood plasma? Ah. 215-263-WMMR. I'm looking at members of the Red Cross to see if their eyes light up or not. What is the Chest pumping. The main protein in blood plasma. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Call now. We'll go through some birthdays while we await your answer. Today is the 16th day of June. Uh, boxer Roberto Duran. Ah. Turned 72 Omas? years old. Is that that? Uno Mas. Yeah. Uh, and he was a, um, he when he came on the scene, he was a force to be right. Yes, I remember that. Badass boxer. Uh, actress Lori Metcalf. Love her. From Roseanne. She played Jackie. Super talented. She's in uh, a number of different, she's in uh, Uncle Buck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A younger yeah, yeah. version of yeah. her. She did yeah. a nice arc in uh, Hacks as well. You yes. know what I liked her in, too? The, the movie with Richard Gere, Internal Affairs. Yes. And, uh, she, she does played, serious she does. Yeah. Yeah. So she turns uh, 68 today. Joan Van Ark. 
Ah. He's on both Dallas and Knott's Landing. Did you see they just did a, uh, a Dallas reunion, Preston? No. Like Charlene Tilton. Remember her? She looks yeah. like she's... She looks like someone's grandmother. Well, they're, they're, Joan Van Ark is she 80. Was, I know. 80 years old. Wild. So they are grandmothers, maybe even great-grandmothers at this point. Uh, one of the greats in the world of golf, Phil Mickelson, celebrates his birthday today. Uh, he's 53 years old today. I told you my buddy, uh, who is a pro, said that they, his nickname behind his back is Fig Jam. Yep. Why is that? It stands for F I'm Good, Just Ask Me. Um... Is he the one who has the rheumatoid arthritis? Yes. Okay. Uh, he has psoriatic arthritis. Psoriatic arthritis. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, he did a drug endorsement, and uh, apparently he's he still... And no one likes him? Uh, well, that's the word, is he's a bit of a, a tough relationship with him. But, I mean, he's one of the greats, and people respect him, and he's got tons of friends in, in that golf realm, but... He's one of those guys, Steve, where he'll say things like, well, that's enough about me. What do you think about me? Right, yep. right. Yep, but he's... Amazing. He's, he's right. pretty incredible to watch. He's 53 today. John Cho, ah. who was wonderful in the Star Trek films as Sulu. I hope they're supposedly doing another one. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited for the prospect of that. Uh, the first time I remember seeing was American Pie. He's the guy that coins the term MILF yeah. in that movie. And Harold and Kumar. Yep, he turns 51 years old today. Uh, Eddie Cibrian. Yes. Who's on CSI Miami on Third Watch and the husband of Leanne Rhyme. He's uh, one of those impossibly good looking dudes. And he turns 50 years old. And today. I, I, he comes across as quite a moron. Oh, does he? Right? Well, good for him. Uh, the world needs morons. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Abby Elliott uh, from Saturday Night Live. Chris Elliott's daughter. Is at 36. No kidding. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, but she's actually on, um, on The Bear. Oh, really? Yeah, she's the sister. Oh, man. Okay. Now i got to go back and rewatch yeah, yeah. that with that in mind. Wow. All right. She's 36 today. And then the last birthday I saw that I will mention is actor Daniel Brühl. And uh, in Captain America Civil War, was the character Zevo? Is that who he played? Zemo. Oh, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. He's yeah. also in the uh, the race car movie with Rush. Rush. I love that movie. Yep. Uh, he's, he's a solid actor. Uh, he turns uh, 45 years old today. And then he popped up. In what Marvel spinoff? One of the shows. Uh, Captain, uh, Captain Falcon. America, Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Snowman and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Smokey and the Winter Soldier. Oh, loud. Falcon and the, the Bandit. Uh, so happy uh, 40, Every Which Way But Bandit. 43rd <laughs> he's birthday a, today. Preston, he's Frederick Zoller in, uh, ba- in The Bastards. He's oh, the, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, he's the that's German actor. We, that's where we first saw him. Yeah. He's sniper. working on the son of a bitches now. <laughs> the sons of bitches. I like sons of bitches. <laughs> you sons of bitches. All right, we'll see if uh, someone knows the answer to the stupid question. We're going to try out our phone line. Oh, wow, I don't know which one of these corresponds with the actual line Start here. pushing buttons. I think I will. Uh, so I'm going to try. Don't push that one that says missile launch. Uh, I will try this and we will see if this is Lorraine or not. I clicked the button. It did not work. So do me a favor. Ryan, back at the studio. He's uh, running our board today. Ryan Shuttleworth. Uh, pull up Lorraine if you would please and I'm going to ask her if she knows the answer to this question. Lorraine. You make a left. Hey, and Lor- then you get on the hey, Lorraine. Right directions. Hey, Lorraine, I'm not asking for directions right now. How do I get to the Dairy Queen? Hey, Lorraine, can you hear me? I don't think Lorraine can Lorraine. hear us. What's she? Hi, hi, Lorraine, this voice is coming out of my dashboard. Yeah, what? I love it. This voice is coming out of my dashboard. I, I really want to know where she's going. Yeah. I think she's going to Dairy Queen. Um, Ryan, so did you put her back on hold? He's he's gonna. 
Yeah, he's talking to me through it's the, just uh, Ryan's mother. the headphones. That might have been Ryan's mom giving him direction. I'm calling now. You can win. I got the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, believe it or not, Lorraine, I can see her answer on my hold screen here. She had it right. It was um, uh, Al- albumin is the name of it, or albumin. Sorry. Albumin is the main protein in blood plasma. I think it is albumin. I'm not sure. Is it albumin? Is it albumin or blood blood peeps? Didn't he open for Frank Sinatra, albumin? <laughs> I don't know. He might have, for all we know. Uh, well, anyhow, we are going to set up uh, Lorraine with a very cool prize. We have a pair of admission tickets to Dorney Park and Wildwater Kingdom. Maybe she was getting the directions to uh, Dorney Park. She knew she was going to win. Wait. You can enjoy your favorite coasters and thrill rides in Dorney Park, family fun in Planet Snoopy, and over a dozen water slides in Wild Water Kingdom. I love it. All for one admission price, and you can get the best deal on admission tickets today at DorneyPark.com. Hang on. We have a representative of the Red Cross here. Hi. What is your name? Hi. My name's Elena Mauger, and right. it's Albumen. Albumen. <laughs> All right. Thank you Thank very much. You. You're welcome. For the hey, clarification. Give her tickets to Dorney Park, Preston. No, I don't think I will. Uh, so we're going to go through some uh, entertainment stories here for you. Uh, witnesses say, and this is terrible, uh, there was a Vermont resident who was uh, witnessing uh, Treat Williams' fatal motorcycle accident on Monday. Yeah. And apparently the Everwood actor, they said, was conscious and verbal when paramedics arrived at the scene. Matt Rafen, uh, the owner of the auto repair shop, uh, called Long uh, Trail Auto in East Dorset, Vermont, uh, told People Magazine he turned around just in time to see Williams being thrown approximately 15 feet after getting hit by a 2008 Honda Element. He said it was hard to tell that it was Treat with the helmet on, but the driver apparently knew him and was saying, oh, my God, it's Treat. Oh, so the wow. driver... Did just know him as a celebrity or was actual I friends think with him? Maybe since, I guess it's... You know, their local yeah, area. Yeah, and, it could and very well be. have known him. So emergency services, he said, we're asking him questions. Did I understand correctly that, that he collided with a car making a, a left turn know. across traffic? In this story, it says that the car hit him. So I don't know, Steve. But um, the the actor said that, uh, or he said that the actor was in a great deal of pain. Uh, you can imagine. See, motorcycles are a blast. But um, that's what terrifies me, that situation. And, and to me, rural roads, you know, but this apparently was a rural community that they were in. Uh, by the way, so the medical community calls motorcycles donor cycles. Yeah. By the yeah. way, so uh, almost always if there is an accident, it's usually pretty bad. Williams was airlifted to a hospital in Albany where he was uh, pronounced dead, unfortunately. All right, with a, uh, a death, we have a life story. 83-year-old Al Pacino and 29-year-old Noor Alfala Welcome their oh, first child to the world yesterday. A rep for the couple said... The original name was, I should have used the rubber. Uh, said for the Godfather actors, fourth child is a baby boy. His name is Roman. Ah. And maybe he'll have a place for him to play with his toys. <laughs> uh, the day before the news broke, Chelsea Handler shared a video to Instagram roasting what she called horny old men, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Alec Baldwin, and Elon Musk for continuing to have children. She said there's an epidemic sweeping the country, and no, it's not another virus. It's worse. Horny old men who won't stop spreading their seed. She said, don't get me started on these four horny old men who have never met a broken condom they didn't like. And she included photos of the four famous men in the video. She said they cannot stop procreating. Between the four of those guys, they have 32 children. Oh, my God. 
And I'm not sure if she's joking about that or if that's the case. So with that, well, that'd be I, eight I, each. I, yeah, that I don't know. I know Pacino's got a, a number. Alec has several of them. I think Pacino has four, Steve. I, I thought but, six. Oh, is it that many? Yeah. Alec Baldwin has at least six. She might be right. Uh, I don't know how many De Niro has, and Musk has a whole brood. Yeah, right? but we're, it, we're you different. can't tell with his kids' names. They all sound like Wi-Fi passwords. Yeah, yeah Pacino has four kids. Okay, that's what I thought. All right. Uh, she ended the skit with a slogan. <laughs> she ended the skit with a slogan, horny old men it's never worth the money. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. These women apparently, this one does. with her. The, it, it ain't it, worth it. I, look, Could I, you imagine Pacino crawling up on, hey, how does it not, did you like that? I mean, like, does that feel good? Answer me! I'm doing romantic talk to you, Kathy. I, like, I just don't, I don't think I could do it. Like, even all the money in the world and the yachts and the houses and the cars, like, I, no, just for, I'll stay in Just for four seconds of work. <laughs> just for four seconds? I, I don't think I could. I, don't, have you ever bitten something you didn't like? <laughs> oh, my. It's like eating liver, Kathy. It's over before you know it. Oh, my God. But I can't believe he's 83 and he's, he just has a and, brand and new baby. Nothing about this story indicates that it was in any way part of a plan, mm -hmm. that it was more th one. Uh, like a one-night thing mm -hmm. or, or at least a limited thing, and now he's got another kid. But at least when he, in, in, a few, in a couple more years when he's just uh, babbling, uh, making nonsensical noises, the baby will understand yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's one house where you have to separate the, the diapers. <laughs> right, right. Babies and yeah. daddies. Sal's diapers. Oh this my is kids' God. diapers. I like these. <laughs> I don't like the pins. They hurt. Oh, no, we're using tape now. Ah. Right. Oh, happy day. Uh, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is not planning on retiring anytime soon. The Thor actor told Entertainment Weekly in a new cover story that he took a hiatus from work because he was exhausted. And he said, I wanted to be home with my family. Around the same time, uh, he found out on the series Limitless that he has a genetic predisposition to Alzheimer's. And he said it was interesting because those two headlines got coupled together. Didn't you think that was the case? That he was, uh, we thought that, that he was, re that he was taking the break because he'd gotten this diagnosis. But he uh, says no. I don't remember. He said that, uh, that I was taking time off because of the genetic predisposition to Alzheimer's. But he said it was just a coincidence. He just wants a little bit of time off. Uh, Mary Louise Parker is not holding any ill will for her ex-husband of eight years. Billy Crudup, the morning show actor, left Louise Parker for Claire Danes in 2003. That was it, yeah. Uh, when the Weeds actress was seven months pregnant. Oh. Responding, that, that's, that's just a bad move. But responding to the news, he recently married Naomi Watts. Uh, she told The Guardian, I wish them well, and absolutely, I honestly, of course, wish them every happiness because that's my son's father. So I'm happy for them, and I'm happy that they found each other. Uh, according to page six, Riley Keough agreed to give her grandmother, Priscilla Presley, a million plus uh, $400,000 in legal fees to become the sole trustee of her late mother's estate. On Wednesday, Priscilla said in a statement, my daughter's passing was both devastating and heartbreaking. Uh, we have learned that uh, the fans realize that we are just a family. Elvis would be proud of his and Lisa's wishes. That's right. And are what are most important to all of us. Uh, the actress added, my granddaughter, through her counsel, along with my team, we're diligently and tirelessly to resolve all misunderstandings as a family. It's still wild to, that, to think that Lisa Marie died. Yes. Before Priscilla Presley. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I can't think of anything more. If you're a parent that survives your children, I can't um, imagine of anything more more horrifying. Yep.
Veteran composer John Williams delighted the audience of the Los Angeles premiere of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny with a surprise live performance. Uh, the 91-year-old played several pieces from the film score, accompanied by a full orchestra ahead of a screening at Dolby Theater That's on, so cool. on Wednesday. Yeah, he was introduced by Steven Spielberg. Did you hear how he wrapped it up, Preston? No. He caught a munchkin tossed from 40 yards wow. away. 40 yards? Yeah, in his mouth. That's a long-ass way. Uh, so... Apparently, the uh, he was introduced by Steven Spielberg, yeah. uh, who described him as the glue that holds the franchise together, having scored all five of the films. Uh, curtain behind Spielberg lifted to reveal Williams and the musicians, which prompted a standing ovation. Williams later thanked the audience and said that each individual member of the orchestra is a great virtuoso in their own right. He's, um, he's phenomenal. I've actually started revisiting uh, some of his earlier soundtracks, and I contend... That his soundtrack for The Towering Inferno is one of his absolute best. But really? no one really knows it. No, I don't. Uh, Williams added that there's actually a tradition of writing specific themes for the leading lady of the Indiana Jones films. And they had, he had composed one for Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who plays uh, Helena Shaw in the latest installment. He added that the music for Waller-Bridge is reminiscent of the 40s and 50s old Hollywood. And he said, this is all about Phoebe. Not all parts of her, but some of her. Like her, her vagina. Before playing the piece. Could you imagine being someone and John Williams has written a specific piece of music for you. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. What an honor. I bet you even like Michael Giacchino would, would, would blush at that offer. Hell yes, that's amazing. So, uh, let's see here. I got a few other things to pass along to you. So, Steve, I'm not familiar with the, this actor, uh, but according to the Hollywood Reporter, two-time Oscar winner Glenda Jackson yes. passed away on Thursday. Ah. 87 years old. Yeah. Uh, the British actress won the Academy Award for Best Actress for her roles in Women in Love in 1969 and A Touch of Class in 1973. I don't know these Yeah, films. she was one of those stalwarts. She would, uh, she was, whatever she was in was pretty good, you know, it was quality work. She also won two Emmy she Awards. She was an actress with a capital A. Uh, for her work on the BBC miniseries Elizabeth R. And in 1992, she retired from acting and became a member of British Parliament for 23 years. Oh. She also was the uh, Polish Shore's love interest in Biodome. <laughs> she, no. No, she wasn't. I don't want now, to go into the biodome. It seems most horrific. That was, what's her name? Joey Lawrence? Joey, yeah, yeah, Joey Taylor Lawrence. Lauren Joey Lauren Adams. Joey, Joey Lauren. Joey. Every Which Way But Bandit. Lauren yeah. Adams. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. John, that, that's yeah. what the yes. name I was looking yeah. for. Thank John you. John Quincy Adams. Zachary Ty Bryant. Yeah. Mel B. Ty Ty. Mel B. Ty Ty. Mel B. Ty Ty Adams. Uh, oh so she returned to the stage in 2018 and received a Tony Award for her role in Three Tall Women. This is Joey Lawrence Adams? Uh, this is Glenda Jackson. Okay. Uh, Jackson recently finished filming a movie titled The Great Escaper, starring opposite Michael Caine. Uh, this was kind of fun. On uh, Tuesday's episode of The Table for Two with Bruce Botsy podcast, Rita Wilson revealed that her husband of 35 years, Tom Hanks, was actually offered Billy Crystal's role in When Harry Met Sally. Oh. And she said, people probably don't know this, but Tom was offered When Harry Met Sally. And the reason why he turned the job down, she said... Uh, with a little bit of a laugh, is because he was going through a divorce and he was very happy to not be married so he couldn't understand that a person going through a divorce would feel anything other than being, I'm so happy. Right. So he couldn't relate to the character. It, he would later go on, though, to work with Meg Ryan, right? Sleepless, sleepless in Seattle. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Same writer, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Nora, yeah. Nora Ephron, right? yeah. I read uh, one time uh, uh, another name of that movie, uh, Sleepless in Seattle, should have been Will Harry Meet Sally. Because right. that's really what the it's, premise is. Yeah, it's All true. Right. Yeah. So I think Hanks would have been great. He would have been fine, but Harry Billy Crystal, it, uh, oh, yeah. so great. Yeah, it's one of the best. Uh, let's see. Deadline reports that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have ended their deal with Spotify. Uh, the pair made a $20 million deal with the company in 2020, which included Markle's podcast, Archetypes. And the Duke and Duchess of Sussex were considering other partnerships. It's possible a second season of Archetypes uh, will be housed elsewhere. But so it's I, not going to be there. I stood up for Meghan Markle when they were getting very critical about She was doing narration for Nat Geo. Uh-huh. And she did a great job. Yep. But that Archetypes thing, that which is supposed to be sort of a little bit more... It was really like it was slow. Glasses. Yeah, it was really bad. Uh, that's too bad. And it was a podcast, right? Yeah. 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 All right, one more thing, and then uh, we'll see what else is uh, shaking in the world of movies and so on. But Ryan Reynolds is launching his own channel with Fubo TV. Fubo? Yeah, Fubo has partnered with Reynolds and his Maximum Effort production company on the Maximum Effort channel. <laughs> As his first project, he will release the original series called Bedtime Stories with Ryan, and he's going to release that on Tuesday. Uh, bedtime Stories will see Reynolds read new and classic bedtime stories in an attempt to soothe your mind and soul and his own. And he had said, we are so happy to create the program with the express goal of putting people to sleep. <laughs> this show has actually been a dream of mine for a while. He said, story time is a nighttime staple in our home and is a daily reminder of the power of storytelling. We're extremely grateful to our always amazing partners at Autodesk for helping bring this show to life with their design and make platform. Think about his, all right, so the businesses that he has. He has mobile. the mobile. Yep. He's got the, the booze. Aviation gym. Aviation. He's got the uh, Rex, Rexham. He's yep. got uh, the show, uh, the movies. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he is just an absolute entrepreneur. He's got the Midas touch. I he mean, does. And the uh, Mint Mobile is extremely profitable. And as he bought it, what, two or three years? Yeah. I mean, he, uh, for a steal, basically. So I don't know much about Fubo TV, but I'll know more about it now because of Ryan Reynolds. I think he's smart enough to know that the, the actor game, if not played properly, can go away quickly. You can either reach a burnout or yeah. you can pick some bad projects. And so, therefore, he's reaching out to these other realms and getting a foothold in those. And he's he's got backup big You know time. what he does, though, too? He goes out. He himself promotes it. Yeah. So that he leaves. He uses his star power yeah. to get it up and running instead of just having it be a cottage thing. And uses comedy in yeah. every one of them, and he does that brilliantly. So, All right, uh, new movies opening this weekend. Here we go. Opening today include The Flash, action adventure starring Ezra Miller, Michael Keaton, Sasha Kelly. Uh, worlds collide in The Flash when Barry uses his superpowers to travel back in time in order to change the events of the past. But when his attempt to save his family inadvertently alters the future, Barry becomes trapped in a reality in which General Zod has returned, threatening annihilation, and there are no superheroes to turn to. That is, unless Barry can coax a very different Batman out of retirement and rescue an imprisoned Kryptonian. 
Uh, but will making the ultimate sacrifice be enough to rest, reset the universe? Running time, two hours, 24 minutes. Rated PG-13. Wide theater release today. Rotten Tomatoes score at a 67%. You think that's accurate, Case, around that 67%? Yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was fine. Um, and But I don't want to say any more because like, there are a lot of, like, fun little surprises in there. All right. That, like, if you're a comic book guy or, you know, a, a, you know, a, a huge DC universe, m- movie universe guy or girl, uh, you're, you're going to love that stuff. All right. And okay. so I don't want to give anything away because no. it's a ton of little surprises. I absolutely want to get all that. All right. Also, uh, opening is Elemental. It's an animated comedy starring Leah Lewis, uh, Mamudu Athi, and Catherine O'Hara. It is set in Element City, where fire, water, land, and air residents live together. The story introduces Ember, a tough, quick-witted, and fiery young woman whose friendship with a fun, sappy, go-with-the-flow guy named Wade challenges her beliefs about the world they live in. Hour and 43 minutes long. It's braided PG. Wide theater release today. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 75%. The Blackening is a horror comedy that's opening starring Antoinette Robinson, uh, Dwayne Perkins, and Grace Byers. A group of black friends who reunite for a Juneteenth weekend getaway find themselves trapped in a remote cabin with a twisted killer. Forced to play by his rules, the friends soon realize that this ain't no mother effing game. <laughs> and the blackening skewers, uh, the, the blackening skewers genre tropes and poses the sardonic question, if the entire cast of a horror movie is black, who dies first? It's very funny. <laughs> Running time, an hour and 36 minutes. Rated R. Wide theater release. Rotten Tomato score in 82%. I like that. Yeah. And then finally... Asteroid City. It is a comedy romance starring Jason Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks, and many others. Uh, the itinerary of a junior stargazer space cadet convention organized to bring together students and parents from across the country for fellowship and scholarly competition is spectacularly disrupted by world-changing events. It's an hour and 44 minutes long. Rated PG-13. Wide theater release in the Rotten Tomatoes score sits at 74%. We're going to roll through some clips. Now for you, friend. All right. Very exciting. Historical drama. Hang on, Case. I'm trying to find out where you're... Uh... There it is. It's not... Oh, there. Ah, I was hitting the wrong one. All right, so historical drama Outlander is back for the first half of its final season. And here, actor Sam Huygen talks about the show's extended run. Ryan, if you will, please. He doesn't have it. What? Okay. Uh, I just thought that was a very short clip. Okay. I don't have it. So (laughs) all all I have is the out cue, so I'll give that to you. Okay. For this week when it's finally out. Oh, wow. That's it. That's all I know. It's 10 seconds long, and the last few words are, for this week when it's finally out. I think we know what he's talking about. You you build up all this excitement, and then that'll dissipate this week when it's finally out. Uh, The seventh season of Outlander releases tomorrow on Star. That's your show. You love that. I love that show. All right. Next clip. Wes Anderson has a very in-depth process for his movies. Here, Asteroid City actor Brian Cranston, maybe, <laughs> talks about the steps after receiving the dense and confusing script. All right, Ryan, do you have this? He says he no. He in my face. There you go. Wow. Shut up, dummy. And for this, I don't even have the out cue. Uh, farted in my face. Yeah. All I know is, the, is that Asteroid City opens tomorrow. There we go. All you right. know, it's a, it has a cool look about it, like oh. all of his films. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be amusing. It opens today. They don't open movies on Saturdays. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it opens today. I mean, listen, I could be wrong, but... No, you're right. Friday's the big day. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Um, so that's it. The entertainment report this morning. If you're just tuning in and you hear that things sound a little bit different, it's because we're broadcasting live today. We're at the Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania. Lo- location number one for the I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive because across the way in Philadelphia at Live Casino, we got the same type of setup happening and people are lining up and getting set to donate blood today. We're trying to reach over a thousand units. Jackie Bam Bam is there. We're going to yes. check in with him in a few minutes and uh, see what the latest is there. Uh, and then after we're done, Pierre Robert broadcasts live from there. And then when Pierre is done, uh, Brent Porsche is going to be where we are located now broadcasting live. How amazing is it to see people coming in, honoring their appointments this early and, and being a part of this? It's just so awesome. Yep. So we're stoked for the day and excited to bring it to you live. So we'll take a quick break. We have a few guests on the program today. I'll tell you about that when we return to see, I believe, for Preston Steve Blood Drive. And we'll be back in a moment on MMR. Finally, MM Barbecue 2023, starring Shine Down, Billy Idol. Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, plus special guests A. Ron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey. MMR's local shots opener, Vixen 77. And the return of the Preston and Steve side stage with you fronting live band karaoke. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Complete details at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Two quick things before we dive into what we're going to talk about. I had a text from somebody that says, uh, good morning, it. I have an appointment at 1130. was wondering if there are activities or games set up for the kids this year. Uh, School is out, and I don't want to leave them alone. I don't think that we have that set up. You know, things... When when COVID hit, we had to we had to peel things way way back and start from scratch, um, and we are getting back up to speed. So I want to make a note of that for next year. Yeah. They, but they are having syringe fights. But oh. Casey's scooter is here. Scooters. So maybe we just let the kids play on those. <laughs> If no. they ha- bring your own helmet? Yeah, bring <laughs> yeah. your own helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Those things are fast. Uh, they are. But Casey did bring his scooters here. And then number two, Casey just handed me a note. It says, I, has a pre- I have a present for you. Yeah. Can I give it to you real quick? Yeah. Uh, do you mind? Yeah. Oh, I, I know see you guys it. probably wanted to uh, do... Um, no, we're going to do We have stuff in plan, but you, we can okay. certainly do this. It's uh, not going to take 40 minutes, right? Yeah. So, press, um, man... I don't even know how to like build this up, but I He's think proposing. No, no, I'm not going to propose. But but I think I think it's going to be like I've, I've given you some pretty cool gifts over the years. You have, uh, but I really do think that this is going to be. That's saying a lot. Maybe what? your favorite, or at least it's going to be a top three. Let's do it. Why, do I, why am I getting a gift today? This is like well, it's, because it's blood drive day. We're not anywhere near my what? birthday. Is Father's a, Day on Sunday. Is this a big pornographic picture? No, but okay. you know, listen. Uh, it was because I was able to get this together. Like I had a huh? super busy last couple of weeks and a really busy day yesterday, um, but I was able to like somehow stop and smell the roses in the midst of everything there, there were so many hoops that i needed to jump through in order to get this done for you i was so proud that i was actually able to get this all done. right yeah yeah i hope you brought some for everyone the, well no uh, so you can you can share it if you choose to okay okay I, I, i'm excited oh I, my God. I have no idea what this is all, all right. about he's all right. excited 
Casey's reaching under the desk. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes! <laughs> it's been yes! four years in the making, Preston. Yes! Wow. Oh, is it like oh, time? It's driver's license time. <laughs> Everybody on the YouTube feed, you can see what we're talking about right now. You know what? <laughs> I thought I thought you were overstating. You were not. I know, I know, me too. No, Casey has done the bald cut that Preston Oh, loves. my God. Okay, so he has he's got the Dr. Phil haircut. So let me stick. <laughs> you, you are something else. Let me yeah, start by are. saying this. Like, uh, a, a few weeks ago, I go to Casey. I go, is it is it getting soon to license uh, uh, photo time? Yeah. And he goes, damn it, I didn't want you to know about that. I was planning something. And I was like, okay, whatever. And so this morning I noticed he had shaved his beard. Yeah. And he just had the mustache. And I was going to say something about it being very porn stash creepy. Yeah. But he went and got his head shaved on the top to where oh, just got it's the, the license done? it's the male pattern baldness and he, that's his license his <laughs> new license I thought you were prepping you no. got the license Oh my god I needed to get, I needed to get it done but you know the only thing god, is you are the most committed person I've yes, ever met Yes you are The only thing and I really I had thought about this ahead of time <laughs> and, and maybe I should have done it is I should have gotten a spray tan because the tan line oh, on top no. of my head is ridiculous Oh no, no that's, that's so, perfect is, that looks great is a, you, you'll do a full shave uh, let that grow in. No, no, I'll, I'll do a full shave. Okay. I'll do, I, I, yeah. you, can, you can do it. You got good head structure. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just thinking, when he did the shot put, he had to go somewhere, Casey, you had to go somewhere afterwards, and in the video, I was like, wow, Casey looks really good. Like, he did his hair, he had glasses on, he had a nice shirt on, because you had to go to Avery's graduation. Yeah. And I thought, I just was thinking, oh, he looks so good. <laughs> And now your hair is gone, and you look like this. And I look like this. Now, so, yes, my my daughter graduated eighth grade on Wednesday. So Wednesday morning, that morning was the award ceremony. (laughs) Wednesday night was a graduation ceremony. So I couldn't have this for that, right? Right. Because I I couldn't wear a hat. She'd murder you. Well, so uh, I was in a church, (laughs) so I couldn't even wear a hat to something like that. Last night was her eighth grade dance, uh, so it was another big thing that the parents all go to. But I was like, you know what? I can do this because I can wear a hat at that event, and I, right. won't, and I won't embarrass her and everything like that. So Marissa and I played in the NRG um, uh, flag, uh, football. flag football yeah. uh, tournament, and then I raced over to my, my barber. She has, uh, she's in, uh, her name's Jackie, and uh, she, she's in Westbrook Park. So I raced from there, from South Philadelphia to Westbrook Park, got my hair cut. Then I raced from Westbrook Park to my home in Broomall, had to get my photo card. Then I went to Ardmore, right. got my license, and then I was able to come home, you know, and, and rest up for a second before the, for the dance last night. Oh, now, Avery... Jesus. Loves oh, this. Oh no! Loves it like oh. just was cracking up, mate. When we got to the dance, I had the hat on. She made me take my hat off and show it to all of her friends. All right, Case, uh, you mentioned the YouTube channel, and uh, it, there were about two hundred people watching when when you first said that. There are now over seven hundred fifty people watching <laughs> the YouTube channel, and a lot of people are saying a little bit uh, hints of. Uh, David Cross in Arrested Development era. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, okay. David Cross. Yeah. Uh, can I touch it? <laughs> oh yeah. I, I don't think I'll ever be able to touch another man's male pattern baldness. Now it's grown in a little. bit. It is. It's a little sandpapery on yeah, top there, yeah, yeah. but I'm getting it's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
I actually made oh. my son laugh with this. Like, yeah, yeah. when he saw it, like, you know, 15, 16-year-olds are a little bit, you know, yeah. Yeah. You they're a tough disapproval. crowd. It's a very, very tough crowd, but yeah. he liked it as well. But, um, oh, thank you. Let, um, let me ask you, what's, but, what's your hair resiliency level? Is, is it staying... Are, 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 you, he's, he's got a great head of hair. Right, yeah. I got a good head. I got yeah. a good head of hair. You're okay. Your, your confidence is going to grow back. And if it doesn't, so it's I, fine. You could rock this. Yeah. I think you could go shaved head. So, well, oh, here's yeah. the deal. When uh, when I get home, I'm going to shave the rest of this. Yeah. Down. Pretty close. Then we're in a club. Yeah. We're and in I'll a club. Be, yeah. You know what? I'll go a mustache just so we can be in that, that mustache club. So when I when I had my picture taken, this was uh, picture number one. I had them take it three different times, but and then you can choose which one. You can, but the the software. I'm taking take a picture for Preston. I'm videoing you. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, the software wouldn't, because uh, the second picture, my eyes were crossed. Yeah. And they said, guys, no. like, oh, there's something wrong with your eyes. The software is not uh, registering the picture. I was like, all right, let's take it again. So they weren't in on the joke. He didn't mind. Now, my last license picture, I, I remember. fought with the lady for like, 10 minutes she wouldn't let me make the face that i made and let i'm me. like lady i'm an adult i'm willing to take the lumps I'm, I'm willing to live with the consequences of my actions so if i get pulled over and the, and the authorities don't like this then so be it and so finally she acquiesced and let me take the picture let me this ask guy you, was fine. What, what are the parameters of a license photo of an identification photo like this yeah if you were to know it i mean it, you can, you sh I would assume you can do whatever you want, right? Your face I mean, is your don't face. you remember the, how this all started? Right, the right. one that he had was ridiculous. But I'm saying, like, what is there a level you would go to as long as your eyes and general facial structure is recognized? I did not well, alter anything. Uh, although the one time I did black out my tooth. You did black out right, your tooth. Yeah. You know? yeah. But people, would be, listen. I would think you could say to someone, look, this is the style that I'm going with yeah. from here on out in my yeah. life. Yeah. So this that's is it. how yeah, but I want to be represented. But he also makes faces. Right. That's that. part of it. Now, I know for a passport, like, you, yeah. you yeah. can't smile. Yeah. You, there, so there's they, no smiling anymore. They get very specific. Oh, yeah. My first passport photo, I just got mine renewed. Mm -hmm. I was right against the wall behind me, mm -hmm. and you couldn't do that. So you had to step out a little bit. There was a story not too long ago. You sent it to me a few weeks ago, Steve, of a girl who had, for her passport photo, uh, had done her makeup. She yes. very presentable, styled her hair and everything. She was like a, almost like a, um, a profile picture that right. she would post. And she went and got that taken for her uh, passport. She was going through, and I forgot what foreign country it was. They came this close to not letting wow, her through she customs. Looked like her. She looked because she like did it. not look like her photo. They took her aside. They interviewed her. They did all this stuff. It ended up taking hours out of her day right. and almost did not get through because when she was going through, she was just plain. She, like, yeah, she, she had makeup no makeup on. on. She had her hair pulled back, did not look anything like her. Well, they had such your edicts on, uh, for a brief period during COVID. Uh, you could take your own pictures and then send them in. I think you did last time, didn't you? I think so, yeah. Right. And they had to warn people not to use filters. Yes. Yeah, so I, um, <laughs> people were like, what about if you fly? You know, I'm, I, and I believe it or not, I, I take my passport now. When, yeah. Even when I'm not flying out of the country, I use that. Because I don't know if TSA is uh, in on the joke. You can just say hair plugs. Yeah, yeah. hair yeah. plugs. I got yeah. hair plugs. Uh, which would be a lie, and then I would get incarcerated <laughs> for perjury or something like that. And but the then the hair police yeah. come out. But I also went for TSA pre-check last week, and I had my picture taken 
normally with, yeah, with, yeah. with that one because, you know, I, I listen. That you need to be. There are moments in my life where I do follow the rules and I, you know, and I tamp well, it down just so a little So you don't bit. get arrested. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some texts coming in who I guess are, are looking at you now, Casey, on uh, YouTube. Uh, somebody says, you look like Tim Conway. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, Another one says, Casey looks like the BTK killer. <laughs> oh, my God. You <laughs> do. <laughs> a little bit. So call up a picture. If you I need to see that. Yeah, so actually, uh, call up his trial photo. I think oh you really God, nailed that. Said. Yeah, <laughs> I need to see it. Casey, hey, there's a comment that came in on the, on the YouTube channel. It says, Casey now looks like the type of person you don't want to leave alone with your children. <laughs> I never was, really. Uh, oh, B- my God, I do look like the BTK killer. Oh, he no. Beard, but his mugshot, he didn't have the beard. Yeah, there you go, Casey. Um, any, like anybody listening? Killer or a BK employee? Yeah. <laughs> anybody listening now, you can go to Preston Steve socials. You can go to our Twitter account, our, our oh. Instagram account, and, and Marissa. So Marissa was in on this. I told her yesterday uh, what was going to happen. And uh, and then I gave her my license this morning, so that uh, you know it's when this posted. when the reveal happened, we could hit the ground running. You blurred out all the uh, oh all the inform- uh, important information except yeah. for my social security number. Anybody yeah. can have that. Let's see if today we can get a group of people who have male pattern baldness uh, together for a group photo with Casey. Yes, especially if you have a mustache and uh, and that and that patch of bald up on top. You're hanging on to the sides for whatever reason that may be. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would love to see a group shot. We'll, we'll get a photo of you with the people who think that that still looks okay. When I, <laughs> when I don't shave I'm my going. head, I get I get the um I would get, get the widow's uh, peak or I would get closest to Bruce Willis yeah. Die Hard 3. Okay. So that was it was thin yeah. with the patch, but it was up front. But the so, patch was in the back. In the back. Okay. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's yeah, and that's Yeah, that's good. the that's the monk. Yeah. yeah. Right? Or, in, or isn't that yeah, yeah, they would have a monk. That. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so no, well the monk is really Yeah, they, they had hair in the front. It was just basically all That's what, I'm all, That's yeah. what he's saying. Oh, 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 oh. Bald, bald spot on the crown yeah. of the head back here. Yeah. Um, so you, Steve, you use a straight razor to shave your yeah. head, right? Yeah, and the funny thing is, Case, I, I cut my face. I never cut the back of my... The friggin' part that I can see, yeah. I cut. Okay. Wait a minute, a straight razor? Well, I mean, like a... a, like a, like a I've, I've, I've shaved with a straight razor, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, but I mean, like a razor razor, like okay. a Gillette or whatever. But Jackie, my... Uh, a scooter. Part, my stylist, she used... Um, it seemed like it was like a Norelco thingy. It's, you know, one of those, it's electric. electric with those, razor. With those, yeah. uh, and it got it down to the skin. So I, don't, I like yeah. the real, I mean, I like it really smooth. Like yeah. a baby's ass. I yeah. play with my head all night. Right. And, uh, and so uh, I, I, I want to shout out Jackie. I mean, like, she's like, I can't believe you're paying me for this. <laughs> this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, you're, you're taking you're your time my or whatever. Hair. Do we have a collection, a gallery of your photo licenses? We do. So we have to add this one to the gallery right. and and then Preston took my last license and turned it into a beach flag for me. So I have yeah. that, uh, you know, oh waving on the beach. Is that the blacked crest. out tooth? No, no. That's the, when I grew my hair out for two years. The really big okay. hair? Yeah, I was yeah. like a caveman <laughs> Somebody says you look like DeBella, by the way. <laughs> you, you could grow that mustache out and do that. Before you uh, trim it up a little bit, the sides of your head, uh, you should do a family photo and have that be your Christmas card this year. <laughs> oh. yeah. That would be great. Dude, we, we don't do Christmas cards oh, anymore. We'll start we doing them this year. So much work. Mm. I, I could. I really could. But uh, That's uh, that's fantastic. So you we, last night you, you, you sent a, a, a picture of your daughter going, 
going to the dance. You look lovely, by yes, the way. Yeah. This was this was in full effect at the time he took that picture. Dude, listen, I, I showed up to the dance, and you know, so it's the eighth grade dance, and and all the parents get there and are there for pictures for like the first 15, 20 minutes, and then they they announce all the kids to come in yeah. uh, one at a time, and they do like a glam shot. So again, this was her thing. I did not want to. I, I, I needed to get this done, right? Um, because I'm I'm going away in a couple of weeks, and I I needed the hair to be able to grow back a little bit because I'm going to be in the desert. So uh, you want your desert hair? So so my my time was really limited as to when I could do this. So I, again, I didn't want to embarrass her, dude. I'll tell you what. Of all of my children, she is the least embarrassed by me. And, like, and uh, you know, like, I show up to, like, I, I think I showed up to a basketball game and I was wearing, like, pajama pants and slippers. And, like, she was looking at me and laughing at me from her bench, <laughs> right? And and after the game was over, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm really sorry. Were your friends all laughing? She's like, no, it was great. I love it. They all loved your pants and blah, blah, blah. So Each kid is different. Yeah. One could be super embarrassed by you and the, the other one, like, her is going to love she it. She gets me. It's sort of the norm, right, that at yeah. some point. You get embarrassed by your parents. She has not yet. Yeah. She has. I told not you my yet. dad used to wear it like in, yes. in winter <laughs> would wear a, like an overcoat and would wear shorts. He was shorts guy all the time and boots. So for oh, anyone looking at him would think this here's a flasher wearing work boots. Mm. Yeah, my dad was. You know, my dad's not a, uh, a fashionista by any means, and he's been that way his entire life. But he would go out of his way to you know try to embarrass, embarrass. us. I told you guys this years ago. He came. I forgot my lunch, and he ran down the street <laughs> in his pajamas and his robe. And on his way, he messed up his hair so oh, he would look yes. really crazy. And he got on the bus, and he was like, "Kathy, your lunch." And I was like, "Oh my!" I, I'm, I don't get super embarrassed, but like that, I was like, "You've." got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. And they all, you know, everyone on the bus is like, you're dead. Yeah. But now you look back at that, and however you felt at that moment. It's worse. It's, no, no. no. Traumatized me. Well, we're, we're maybe, I don't know. No, we're laughing about it now. I'm telling yeah. everyone, no, I don't care at yeah. all. But yeah, at the moment, I think, oh, God, I probably was horrified. So this all, this whole driver's license journey started years ago by accident. I was, um, so, and uh, at that time, the background of of the license photo was white. Yeah. And I was wearing a like a high-necked white t-shirt and I didn't realize but when I got my photo back uh, it looked like I just had a floating, a floating head. head. I love that. And and I was making like a kind of a weird face and then from then on out I started I was like okay every 4 years I'm going to do something, you know. Yeah. So now I got 4 years to plan. And so the last one, four years ago, I had grown my hair out so I could essentially do this and then do a comb over. Right. But when it got to that day, I was like, I don't want to cut my hair. I grew, you know, Nick, you know, you've been growing your hair out for like three years now. It's tough to get rid of it. Yeah. You know? I'm just, I'm, I can't stop laughing at you. I know. It's I so thought, awesome. you, so anyway. you know what I, you know what I think though? Cause like, I would love to do something like this. I wouldn't be able to face the person taking the picture. Like you, you actually like got into a bit of an argument last time well, you with the woman. Like I, I would just. Just be so embarrassed. I'd be like, okay, all right, fine. Are right. you saying you would do this, Kat? <laughs> you well, not that, but I'm just saying I would love to take like a goofy photo like that and yeah. have that be your license, but I couldn't 
face the person on the oh, other side it. of All the right. camera and get through it. Question. You, did you practice the face ahead of time? A little bit. So okay. when, when Jackie got done cutting my hair, I sat there in front of the mirror and I made a couple of faces and we were just just howling. All right. And I gave myself like, a, it looks like a double chin, double or triple chin going on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you, now what was the runner up face that you would have done besides this? Um, well, this one, this one looks like uh, you, you look a little bit surprised. Your eyes are bugged out. One one uh, part of your your lip is 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 raised up, the and, and, you're, and you're pulling your chin back uh, so that you have the triple uh, chin going on there. Did you have any other yeah. facial expressions that so were ready to if go? If you recall, camp out for hunger at the Metroplex Shopping Center. There is yes. a picture of me with that hair. Uh, and I'm making. Do you remember the face? You're making the face, the the face that you and Kathy make. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, it's a it's a little. It's like a like. Well, I have one. I, no, I have a T-shirt with you on there, and you're doing the classic yeah. face that you and Kathy make. I don't even know. Yeah, what you better call it. face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I was holding. Right, but face. anyway, I, anyway, like I couldn't. You can't go like super duper crazy with your right, face. Right. So they won't let it. No, they won't let, that's the one thing. As you said, Preston, you say this is my look. That's fine. Yeah, but you can't openly be sticking your tongue out. No, 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 no. And and the software now in the within the camera and the computer didn't allow. Like yeah. here's the deal. When I took this picture, the one that's on my license, it um, it popped up onto the computer screen, and the guy was like, "Do you like that?" Uh, and I was like, no, nah, I think I can do better, right? Yeah. My next two photos wouldn't even pop up onto the screen for me to see. Well, letting it through. It wouldn't let oh. it through. And the one, I believe it was picture number two, my eyes were completely crossed at that point. Right. And well, so... Well, it, 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 we're going to try to take a male pattern baldness shot today if we can, right, yeah. Preston? Yeah, yeah. I, it might be hard to wrangle enough people here, but it'd be fun maybe throughout the day. If you have this, yeah. if you had, we could do a collage of photos with guys that have the similar hair. If you're coming down, you have an appointment already to come down and you have male pattern baldness, make sure we get a picture of you to be part of the collage. Wow. So now i got four years to think about what I'm going to do for the next one. Yeah. Color me impressed. Do me a favor. I want to get another picture, but make the Eddie Vedder face, if you would, uh, when you do that. <laughs> that's not it. Yeah, that's kind of... I'm, I'm just laughing. Hang on a second. Okay. All right. All right. Let me, come on. Let me get in the character here. I want to get this. I want to get a photo. These are so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. Here. All right. Uh, well, thank you for that. You're welcome. Happy that's birthday. wonderful. Yeah, I, I so thought he was overstating it, and yep. it turned out to be actually... Right, he's well, it's, correct. It's wonderful. Um, listen, there was this story that I saw that I thought was kind of interesting and, and worth bringing up since we're heading into the the throes of summer. Uh, but uh, UPS, the United service, Parcel Service, yep, the uh, the delivery service, and their union leaders have reached a tentative agreement to equip their delivery vehicles with air conditioning. Whoa! Wow. Yes, and other heat protections. So that's always been the thing that they. Uh, that they don't uh, they don't have any air conditioning. And if you notice the way the trucks are in the back, the ceiling is fairly um, light, so that it, light sun heat it keeps the area back there. Let my brother briefly was a UPS driver. It's a it's a tinderbox back there. It's excruciatingly hot. Yeah. So the in a press release yesterday, the UPS said that the new measures build an important action rolled out to UPS employees in the spring, including new cooling gear and enhancing training. Does this mean that they'll have to wear pants now? Uh, maybe if they want to. Yes. Uh, the agreement would mandate that UPS brown package cars purchased after January first, twenty twenty four. So not till next year. All right. 
include in-cab air conditioning system. And then listen to this. It says uh, regular package cars, which make up the majority of the company's 93,000 vehicle fleet, will be outfitted with two fans. So they're not getting. They're not. Getting You're so great. I love you. Like those kind right? of. Fans? Yeah. No. No. Like those. No. Kind no, of no, no, no. You like, are the best UPS I driver. I love UPS. You're my favorite. So those those little clip clip on fans. Are, I don't know. Eh, I don't know. Eh. But that, the sound of that is pretty lame to me. Uh, but according to the UPS release, they said we care deeply about our people and their safety remains our top priority. Heat safety is no exception. It was the hottest job you ever had. Why are you getting to it just now? Then <laughs> I yeah. know. Yeah. If yeah. safety is. So deeply cared about. Uh, I mean, hottest job I ever had was a lifeguard. You just sit there in the blazing sun and stuff. And one time, Kathy, I I, um, I subbed at a pool in Brookhaven, and the the lifeguard chair up on this this pedestal had it was it, on fire. No, Steve, it had like shards of fiberglass. Yeah. Oh, 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 so you got oh, itchy. Yeah. Uh, it was got itchy. It was terrible. You, you couldn't even put a, a towel down. That, like that, it, it went through the towel. It was that bad. But My worst was that, at least with that job, you did after your shift, whether it's 15, pool. 20, half hour, you jump in the pool. You would so swim to the next yeah. donuts. Oh, geez. early job in the uh, in the kitchen, Preston. You know fryerators. Yep. So these, I mean, it was like 125, 126 degrees. It was horrific. And uh, <laughs> no, you shouldn't do it. I'd occasionally work with my shirt off oh my in, God. A, in a restaurant because I'm like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> the uh, yeah, the grill at McDonald's, Steve. That's yeah. pretty, in, the, in the summer months, that was pretty bad. But I had a landscaping job, and occasionally one of the jobs when you're landscaping is to do like a weed whacking or you know a weed control or whatever. And you, if you're gonna use the weed whacker, you have to protect yourself. Yes, so you yes, because it hurts. Because it hurts because the stuff gets, you know kicks up from the the gravel and whatever else. So you're wearing full protective gear in the summertime and, you know, obviously people are doing that today. Yeah. Yes, that's it's hard work. Very day. In situations like that, though, when you have when you're that hot, you just like for me, I just accept the fact that I'm sweating and it's not going to end. And until you get home and you know get in the shower, I agree. And get into air conditioning. I agree. It, you- was, it wasn't a job, but the, the yeah. hottest I've ever been was when I traveled to Tunisia, and you, you just stood there and. You, you were just were dripping, dripping, and there yeah. was nowhere. They were like, oh, step in here for some relief. And it was like it's slightly <laughs> yeah. cooler. Yes, yeah, it was like yeah. maybe like five degrees cooler, but still 100 degrees. Well, yeah, and that's uh, that's part of the deal. I mean, they, they talk about how they, uh, you know, they'll, they'll wear layers and that they're actually cooler and that it's causing a, a your, your sweat serves as, as a cooling factor. I don't know, man. But when I'm out in it, I'm fine. When I come into the house, though, there's no reason I should be sweating. And that's when I freak the F out. (laughs) If you recall Beth Gardner's wedding a few years ago, it was hotter than the sun that day. And that was the day. And I'm in a a, a suit. And that was the day where I was like, you know what? Screw it. I don't care. Like, I'm just going to sweat. And then I I just, I went for it at that point. I was like, I'm going to dance my ass off. And I don't care how sweaty I get. Outdoor weddings in the summertime. Why? Why do that to you? Guests, I know, you know and like and people dress in full suits. No, uh, hottest gig I ever had was was Steve was kitchen work, and yes. but it was when I was a dishwasher uh, because you would open up that gigantic dishwasher yeah. and the oh, steam yeah. would come even out. now, even and, just a regular home dishwasher. And I worked at a place that was uh, that uh, had smoked ribs, so we had a smoker. <laughs> 
and every now and then that thing would back up and and the ventilation would back up and the entire kitchen would fill with smoke oh. and it would be hot from the heat. We'd have to open everything up and yeah. it was in the dead of summertime and I just remember wanting to die yeah. from smoke and heat. It's amazing how people put up job. with that, especially like really active kitchens. Where oh, yeah. In, in, in a, any bakery, any any large level bakery, yep. yeah. hot as hell. You know what? Actually, my, uh, my buddy used to, actually still might even work at um, like an iron forge. So, oh, like, wow. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. We talked about those sort of things where you have, you have, you know, molten magma. No, you have, uh, you know, lead or whatever you're, you're doing. Or like glass iron. blowing and yeah. stuff glass like blow- that. Yeah. 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 But first you take it on a date. Yeah, you don't blow it right away. No, 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 no. no. You got to find out. If but it's worth in, a, it. in a lot of those too, you have to wear full, yeah. uh, neck to ankles body outfits. One little drop of anything yeah. needed to that level will hurt like a bastard. But Kathy, I know what you're talking about when when it's just pouring out of you. And you're like, it, there's, it, I'm just, I have to accept this. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and you you will be drinking gallons of water or whatever, and you won't have Not to pee. piss yeah. because your body's saying. No. I, I think probably the most impressive heat I ever experienced was in Alabama. Uh, and my buddy and I went on a golf trip. And it was, and I've, I've uh, uh, experienced a lot of very humid conditions, but that was just sickening. Yeah. And we were out. You ever had a heat stroke? We were playing like 36 holes of golf, and it was horrible. But literally drinking a couple of gallons yeah. of water and not urinating one time because it was all just coming out of my pores. No, I've never had a heat stroke before. So you, but you're not just, you are. Um you're, so you have to put on sunblock. Obviously, your fair skin oh, is yeah. I. So yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But yeah. I've, yeah, I've never had a heat stroke or heat exhaustion or anything like that. I had Rochelle, that. Rochelle had it happen one time. Yeah, I had it at that landscaping job, Steve. Oh, really? And it's it's like a, a weird fever dream. Like you are not uh, you, on this planet. Do you feel delirious? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. And um, and it was lack of water and extreme temperatures. I was I was dehydrated and uh, that's uh, scary. You know, it is. And yeah. we, for, we I, guess what I guess. <laughs> well, fortunately, my boss was a, a good and caring boss. And and he was like, you got to get out. You got to stop being outside, you know, get some water and stop working. Yeah. He, he recognized it in his employees. But, yeah, that's it's not a good feeling. We went to Palm Beach one time. Rochelle and I did. And it was uh, it was colder here and obviously warm there. So we went out to the beach, stayed out all day. She got exposed to the sun for too long. We get back in the elevator to go back to our hotel room. And she fainted. Oh. Flat out fainted. That's the first time I've ever experienced, like, carrying dead weight before. Yeah, uh, yes. She yeah. was out cold. It's a big difference. It is hard to do. People don't think it, like, when someone is completely out and you yeah. carry them, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Technically, they're the same weight. Yeah. But somehow it uh-huh. seems much more difficult. Have you ever helped somebody bury a dead body? Yes. Yes. No, not easy. You so cha- heavy. It you is chainsaw so- them mm-hmm. first. Well, yeah. I mean, if you can yeah. break it up, but, like, if you don't have that opportunity, you just have to bury them whole. When someone's That's just, difficult. Someone, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, that floppy... <laughs> yep. Dead body. That's why I stopped doing it. I agree. It's not worth the effort. Come on. Mm. Uh, But anyway, uh, so UPS is going to, uh, and and like I said, it's only in new vehicles that come out in 2024. So it's going to be a while before the fleet is actually air conditioned. What about the Amazon vehicles? Your son drives for them, right? They they have AC. Okay. He's good in that. As far as, yeah, I I think I remember asking him about that, but I'll I'll double check on that. Uh, So the New York Times. Uh, the New York Times reported in 2022 at least 270 UPS and United States Postal Service drivers have been sickened 
or hospitalized due to heat exposure since 2015. They got really sick. Sick. Uh, I don't feel so good. Rising summer temperatures. Well, what's wrong, Matt? It feels sick. Are worsening. Heat waves create uh, more dangerous conditions for the drivers. Last year, a UPS driver in Arizona collapsed on a front porch from the heat. Here's your practice. Uh, while the results of the boat have not been announced, if the 340,000 UPS Teamsters decide to strike, which they're talking about, Uh-oh. it would be the largest single employer strike in U.S. history. Oh, uh, that's crazy. So that would obviously screw up things. Uh, but in addition to air-conditioned vehicles, the union is demanding higher pay and closing the pay gaps between different types of workers. So I thought that was kind of interesting. They also wanted to pair it in each vehicle. Oh, wow. Yeah, that- just a company. Okay. Like- <laughs> to have somebody to that's Mr. Nibbles. <laughs> Mr. Nibbles? All right. Is that fan getting on you, Mr. Nibbles? Uh, it's not crazy hot today. It's only going up to about 77. We do have some thunderstorms, so I don't think heat's going to be much of an issue for you today, my friend. I want to take a break. We are at the I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive at the Expo Center at Oaks. A little bit later on this morning, Ken Jennings from Jeopardy will be joining yes. us. Uh, and actor David Rash, who you know as Carl from Succession and many other uh, shows and movies throughout the year. So we're going to talk to him, too. But uh, we'll take a break. And maybe when we return, if not this next break, the following, we'll check him with Jackie Bam Bam at Live Casino. Uh, it's the I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive. We'll be back in a moment on MMR. Stay with us. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests. But some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled. Buy real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Seeing a lot of familiar faces here at the uh, at the Blood Drive and some new faces as well. I think the early uh, the early arrivals are the, are the ones that have been doing it for years and years. Yeah, they're pros. How do they yeah. know to get those early appointments? Yeah. Get, but you know what? The, the Red Cross has been so phenomenal in the way that they've um, adapted to processing all these people through as well as they have. We've had some tough years where you have uh, the Wi-Fi go down or whatever. Yeah. But, man, they've been on their game for so many years. And uh, this is a sprawling facility. Yeah. So big, in fact, that we're going to break the record for the longest Duncan uh, Munchkin toss. Yes. Well, and and catch by one's mouth of a person on a show. Of that is thing. correct. Yes. When so, are we doing that? Uh, in the next segment. Ooh, right. Stay so, tuned. Yep. So get ready for that. In the meantime, we have to officially welcome Friday with Froggy.
Omahasteaks.com. Go to omahasteaks.com and type WMMR in the search bar. And you can order the Dad's Favorite Grill Pack today. It's just $99.99. Plus, you get eight free burgers with your order. We'll start with this. A Southern Illinois man was arrested in Nevada and is facing charges of theft after he allegedly stole a backhoe and drove it to the airport to catch his flight to the West Coast. Where is the backhoe lot at the Philadelphia airport? Timothy J. Baggett was arrested on charges related to the possession of a stolen vehicle. He was later released. The sheriff's office said Baggett was arrested again on May 22nd in Wells, Nevada for charges related to the possession. Sounds like a Middle Earth name. An additional stolen vehicle, and he is currently being held on a $40,000 bond. So the the sheriff's deputies were called to the Veterans Airport of Southern Illinois on Thursday to look into a suspicious incident. A backhoe was parked in the airport parking lot. I love it. Which was determined to be suspicious in nature. Do you think the cell phone lot could handle the backhoe? Uh, according to Sheriff Jeff Diedrich, soon after the deputies arrived, the owner of the backhoe arrived on scene and said that the equipment belonged to his company. Uh, and that it had been parked on a job site. After further investigation, Timothy Baggett had stolen the backhoe, drove it nearly 10 miles and how fast? A, a flight wow. at the airport. According to the security camera footage, Baggett arrived and parked the backhoe in the airport parking lot. He then walked from the backhoe carrying a guitar case <laughs> and entered the uh, airport lobby where he got onto a flight to Portland, Oregon. I remember years ago when we go to, like, you know, when they were building homes, you know, in our area, yeah. and they had a residential area going in, there'd be heavy equipment there. Sure. Press, I don't know if you remember, occasionally they'd leave the keys in Absolutely. those things. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I do remember. A New Hampshire couple has been indicted by a Pennsylvania grand jury for allegedly selling stolen body parts. Cedric Lodge was the morgue manager for Harvard Medical School, but was fired last month. Federal indictment accused him of stealing human remains from the school. It's what I call a cottage industry. And selling them to people in multiple states from 2018 to 2023. Uh, The indictment accuses Cedric Lodge of stealing dissected portions of donated cadavers, including heads, brains, skin, and bones. Let me see if I can catch my hands on an anus. From Harvard Medical School. The school's dean, George Daly, called the case an abhorrent betrayal. Lodge uh, took the remains to his home where he and his wife, Denise Lodge, sold them and sometimes shipped them through the mail to people in other states. Well, when you lose a loved one, don't you automatically assume that some of their body parts will be sold on the black market? I mean, of come on. Yeah. Lodge was responsible for preparing and intaking anatomical donors' bodies, coordinating embalming. Oh, this embalming, is going to bring a lot. Oh, I, I mean, I'm so sorry. And overseeing the storage and movement of cadavers. He did not manage any employees and did not interact with donor families. Four others are also facing charges connected to... To the case. It's gruesome. A Florida man who reportedly took his own life on Sunday after shooting his ex-girlfriend was charged with strangling her years other earlier. But listen, this has kind of a silver lining to it. All right. Of. After shooting the victim 11 times, Ooh. Wayne Dew was in a seven-hour standoff with police and SWAT, which ended with him turning the gun on himself. The shooting victim's fiance uh, said that she was living with Dew, who co-owns her home, but she was trying to get him to live somewhere else. So she, she was shot 11 times and survived? That's the silver lining. Oh, my God. The woman reportedly suffered gunshot wounds to the head, chest, and legs. Despite that, police say she fled to a neighbor who called 911. Uh, Dew barricaded himself in their shared home before SWAT entered and 
found him dead with an inflict, self-inflicted gunshot wound. Come he, out. Guinness is here. You're the world's worst shot. So listen, he was arrested in 2016 for jumping on top of her and covering her nose and mouth with his hands. Ooh. Court documents indicated that she had the charges dropped five days later. Uh, the shooting victim's fiance said she'll be released from the hospital this week. Shot 11 times, mm. lives, and is going to be released already from the hospital. Wow. Wow. So, Philadelphia police are searching for a man who allegedly broke into a Fishtown neighborhood home and stole more than $5,000 worth of property. Paige Tosher, I think is how you say her name, uh, the homeowner said, I've always felt pretty safe in the neighborhood. She's lived on the e- on East Cabot Street since September, but now she feels a little uneasy after someone went into her house on June 7th while she was walking her dogs. And the video shows a suspect taking two designer purses filled with cash and credit cards within seconds. Now, uh, she and police are looking for the suspect, but they say they didn't have to go far. After Tosher posted the video of the break-in on Facebook, someone commented on the post claiming to be the criminal who did it. Oh, yes, I saw this story. She said, I was like, is this really him? Is he really confessing on a public forum? The man posted several comments where he apologized asked for forgiveness, and said that he went into the wrong house but still grabbed some things on the way out. So he's a remorseful thief. Tosher said that she isn't the only victim. She said also a lot of people are saying the same person may have broken into their house. Listen, I'm sorry for shooting you 11 times. So that's pretty (laughs) scary. If you have any information about the suspect, you need to contact the police. All right, and then we will do one more story. And wrap it up. Uh, can't end with a tragic one, so I no. have a different one. That's the one that was on time. No sad bro. No, no sad bro. We'll, we'll save sad bro for later, though. Yeah. Uh, Tampa International Airport said that a Florida black bear was captured on airport property on Wednesday. What? A TSA employee spotted the bear walking along the airport perimeter fence. He had five ounces of shampoo with him. Oh. Tuesday evening, and the employee reported it to the Aviation Authority. Uh, Florida Wildlife Commission set up a trap and a perimeter around the wooded area in the northern portion of the airport's property to contain the bear. Oh, I got a flight to catch. Uh, multiple organizations monitored the bear overnight. I drove here in the back hole. Uh, Tampa police <laughs> used infrared helicopter cameras to confirm that the bear was sleeping inside the perimeter. Wednesday morning, the bear emerged from the woods. Do we, have you noticed a, a, a plethora of stories concerning the bear population yeah. encroaching in areas you normally don't see them? I think we're kind of encroaching in there. Area and therefore they are starting to become more and more out in. You're public saying because they're bigger and stronger. Yeah. Well, I mean, just uh, there's there's more development and it's kind of forcing them out of their normal areas. So airport bears are the deadliest. <laughs> FWC made two failed attempts to tranquilize the bear. The bear eventually entered the trap and was captured. Uh, there was no risk to any employees or disruptions to airport operations, and the airport said that there is no previous record of bears ever on airport property. Mm. So this is a, this guy's a first. He's a groundbreaker. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Now, through the magic of radio and remote broadcasting, we have Nick McElwain on location. Nick, I don't know. Can you hear me? Nick McElwain. I can. Can you hear me, Preston? Oh, clear as day. Wow. Nick is uh, 10 miles away from us at the other end of the convention center. He's actually at a lizard convention now, Preston. Uh, Where are you, Nick? Oh, I see you. Hi, Nick. Hey. Hey, real quick, uh, Airport Bears? That's a band name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Airport, Airport Bears. Bears. Yeah. Uh, but we figured we'd send Nick over to the kind of waiting area and say hi to a few people that are getting ready to donate. So what's going on over there, Yeah, Nick? getting ready. And actually, Preston, we're at the point in the morning now where people have already donated. Excellent. Really cool. So I'm here with Kelly. Kelly, you just wrapped up. How'd it go? Yep, it was great. 
How many times have you uh, donated uh, to the President's Sea Blood Drive, and how many times overall? Because you're wearing an MMRBQ shirt, so obviously a big MMR fan. Yeah, I mean, I've I've come every year. I mean, I'm I'm a nurse, so I uh. understand how important it is. Yeah, well, that, that's a really good point. I mean, as a nurse, can you speak to a little bit to um, why blood drives like this and and big and small are important? I mean, blood is what keeps people alive. I mean, I've mm-hmm. I've transfused hundreds of units of blood over my career, and I mean, this is all that keeps people, some people alive. So you need to get blood. How have uh, conditions been lately for, uh, you know, donations? How's the Red Cross been doing? I mean, I know you don't work for the Red Cross, but you do work in the medical uh, arena. It's, it's hard. It's, it's been hard because, I mean, donations are down, so we really need people to come out and help. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Kelly. Thanks for coming back year after year, and thanks for donating already. And you feel good? Not, not like it or anything? Nope. Looking forward to those cookies. Did you get the juice? <laughs> Did I interrupt you before you got the juice and the cookies? Nope. I'm just, I just love you guys so much. <laughs> the best. Thanks, Kelly. Nick, give her two tickets to Airport Bears show tonight. Airport Bears. They're going to yeah. be playing, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. And then we're also here with Bill, and um, Bill comes out every year, year after year. And uh, Bill was telling me a little bit about his daughter, who is now 18. And how old was she, Bill, when you went to your first presidency blood drive? Uh, she was real little. Uh, you guys were broadcasting live. I think it was on Y100. And wow. uh, my daughter was little and sat on Kathy's lap and said, you guys rock. And Aww. she's graduating <laughs> uh, Haddonfield Memorial High School, 18. Shout out to my daughter, Erica. That's awesome. And so Bill and I were chatting a little bit. I mean, he's been to the blood drives that we used to do at the Oxford Valley Mall. You know, when the, we had we would find stores that were unoccupied. And then a couple of years down at the cruise terminal in the Navy Yard. Yeah, I've been there, up, up the street to the casino, here, back here, uh, all over the place. I give blood for you guys every year. I just like the free T-shirts. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of this year's? Uh, I've seen it. It look, looks really good. I love Ted Lasso. I hope it comes oh. back for season four. Ah, uh, so do we. And Bill has the uh, Red Cross app, and he was showing me. So uh, how many units are you up to at this point? Well, I've donated 59 pints, so this wow. will be my 60th pint. Wow. wow. It's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah, We're honored. We're just so grateful to have listeners like Bill and, and Kelly who are stopping by and uh, give up some of the time during their day, during the work week, and come out to be a part of this. Excellent. Nice. All right. Thanks, Nick. And by the way, you can you can definitely tell the veterans of the blood drive because uh, they wear their uh, shirts from years past here. Yes. Yep. I just saw a one of our Star Wars shirts a little while ago. I've seen a couple of the uh, we did kind of a... We, do, we always do parody shirts or not always, but sometimes. I saw one of the Jaws shirts. I saw the uh, uh, the shirt from the, that we did kind of to take on the classic Phillies logo. Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen one of those yet today, but I did see earlier uh, one of our Walking Dead yeah, parody shirts. That's so, my favorite. Uh, me too. Yeah, I, that's Jaws one, one too, right? Favorite. Yeah. Uh, I like, and we did one that was like the lifeguard, uh, uh, and one that was like the Red Cross, and so a lot of cool shirts have come out this year. And this year, it's our tribute to uh, to Ted Lasso. So the bleed, if you've seen Ted Lasso, the believe sign, we've made it bleed instead of believe. And I love this one; it's blue with the yellow uh, uh, yellow sign on. Looks it. great. Yep. Hey, Preston. Uh, Bill gave a shout out to his one daughter, and now he feels bad because he wants to give a shout out to the other <laughs> oh, no. daughter. So oh, can no. we just? What's it worth yeah. to him? <laughs> well, I have uh, also like. Uh, Casey's daughter graduated eighth grade. My son, Ryan, graduated eighth grade from St. Simon and Jude in Westchester. So just a shout out to him. All right. And uh, I also have a sophomore at Shanahan, so I don't want to forget him, even though his siblings are both graduating. So. <laughs> well, what's his name? 
Evan. So. There we go. Thank you again, Bill. Thanks. By the way, Nick, somebody texted in about uh, Airport Bear being the name for a band. Actually, it should be Airport Bear and the Backhoes. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. one whole right. big group of people. So, um, All right. Well, yay. This thing is fully underway, and uh, it's also happening at Live Casino in Philadelphia. Jackie Bam Bam has arrived, so why don't we take a break? We'll come back in a second, say hi to him, see how things are going there, and we definitely have to try to break the world record oh boy. of the Munchkin Toss yeah. and Catch. Exciting. Uh, as well as some other things when we get back. Stay with us. The Blood Drive is happening on MMR. The MMR is coming to your neighborhood. Join Brent Porsche Saturday from 11 to 1 at the Fishtown Grocery Outlet as part of their two-day Go Grillin' giveaway in celebration of grilling season and Father's Day. One customer per hour will win a grill kit with an insulated tote bag, baby back ribs, burgers, and bacon-wrapped beef fillets. Grocery Outlet has everything you could want for this grilling season. Uh, a couple things we want to do here. Uh, we are... I figured since we're going to break the Munchkin record or attempt to... Yeah. I think we're going to. Uh, for the Munchkin. Thanks for your faith in me. I appreciate Munchkin that. toss and catch. So I will toss. Steve will catch. We did it last year. It was awesome. Uh, but I thought it might be apropos to do it during the Connoisseur segment. Yeah. And, and are we setting two world records today? Well, we may try to do that. I had a last uh, minute idea of uh, Casey on the scooter at full speed trying to catch a, uh, a munchkin in his mouth that, while doing that, too. That will be a world record. So maybe we can do that and then, like, a food segment, and then I have the movie clips. What would and we then call another one. a food segment? I think we'd call it the Connoisseur. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so should we should we get right to the record first, Steve? I think we could. All right, sorry. So here's what we're gonna do. Oh wow, <laughs> that was abrupt. Well, normally we don't have the favorites. Well, when like you're setting world records, you can't be uh, yeah. Yeah. dilly dally. All right, so I'm gonna take. Uh, I have a box of 50 Munchkins minus I think the eight or so that you and I have eaten, Steve. All right, I'm gonna get. I think if I'm back in this area here, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, you probably sure. should take your headphones off. Though. I will. Okay, I will. Right. But I, I think last year you were. were you I was were, right here. You were standing in I was your right zone. Here, bro. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to move an additional man. I don't know, 15 feet, maybe further away. I'm going to. I'm going to go all the way to the end of the MMR uh, oh. promo tent. May I suggest something? Here we have our shirts. Yeah. Just give me one throw that I won't attempt to catch, just so you get your arc yes. right. Good call. And I tell you what. The more denser ones, I think, are yeah. are the chocolate munchkin. That, and they happen to be my favorite. Perfect. So, um, and and the, the cake ones are pretty are pretty dense too. Nah. But but I'll try Guinness this. Does not recognize those. If the, if this does get near your mouth, though, go for it because we could. You think so? I don't all think right. it's going to oh, happen. Yeah. We could do it on a first try. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. He's limbering up. I'm right in the line of fire. Michelle Janicki. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do our little dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little dance uh, warm-up like Michelle Janicki okay, did. Right. Okay. Guys are... This is a practice. Yeah, practice. Everybody watch it. Now, if he catches it, you guys have to go insane crazy yeah. with cheering, okay? Because this is no small feat here. So, th- dude, that's a long way away. Uh, let's go for All it. All right, I'm going I'm to try a little practice throw. Here we go. All right. Oh, my oh, God, that was horrible. You know what happened? That's... I missed it. It got it got stick. It was sticky All on right. my fingers. Hang on. Uh, here, I'll give it back. No, hang on. All right, let me Nick, you. dude. Nick man. caught it barehanded. No, he didn't. Shut up. What? 
He, he missed it. He didn't get it. I didn't get that one. Have. I'm so mad at you for missing it. I need to arc this more. That is yeah. a waste arc of, of a the diver. Shut up. Let me try this. All right. I'm trying to work I'm this out. Right. He's getting mad. He's right. getting mad. They were just so disappointed by the first throw. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was too. All right. Here we go. Nick. Okay. Okay. A little bit further. All right. Now I got it. Now I got it. Okay. Right, Steve. Little Kathy. This is an actual attempt. All right. You ready? All right. All right. Here we go. Oh! Close. Close. Okay, right, it right. hit his mouth. So that's all right. I got it. I really had to chuck that, dude. Yeah, yeah. a little more arc. Okay, a little more arc. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. Another attempt, and here we go. But that's way up. Was it short? Yeah. It, was it was short. short. It was okay. short. See, I threw it higher though. That. All time. right. So here, what? I'm gonna just return it from where I am. All right. Okay. You catch it, press. We're so having if a you can give me something like that. I'm trying. All right. All right. All right. You know what, though? You were injured. Here we you go. You almost had go. your arm torn off. Here we go. Here we go. No. Oh, oh. yeah. yeah. In his face. Yeah. Okay. But he almost crashed into his face. I'm going to stay right behind Cat. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm right in the line of fire. going to happen. This is... Next one. Oh. What? I, was, oh. I wasn't looking last time. Okay. So. Oh. All right. Here we go. Stop with that. Next one. Here we go. Shoulder. I okay. heard it. Damn it. They hurt, by the way. <laughs> Do they? They're heavy. I know. Okay, all right. Broke, all right here we broken go. glass in them. Here we go. Here, another one. Oh! oh we mouth! are right there. It's, We're right there. I'm finally dialing it in. It's all around my mouth, as the porn star once said. Try it again. Here we go. We're going to do this. Here we go. <laughs> No. Oh, that was that was sorry. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have enough. I my glasses, my prescription, not really. I didn't have enough. Okay, this I brought one. my cheap readers from Amazon. This is the last chocolate one. Oh, oh, no. right. oh. oh. there are other ones. There are other ones. A whole different dynamic. All right, here this. we go. Here we go. Oh, that's good. Oh, I. He can do this. That was he so take close. that one. If that's the last one, do it again. Uh, I don't care. All right, this is a cake donut. No, no, no. Give him back the chocolate one. No, no, no. Hey, it's okay. It's me, okay. I know, but let me try this. Let me at least Just try it. Just land it in some dried splooge. All right. <laughs> Try blood. Here we go. We have all bodily fluids here at the blood drive. All right, here we go. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Ah! 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 He did it! He did it! Yes! It was the cake! It was the cake! <laughs> They're running towards each other. They're hugging. Oh. We did it! Wow! Yeah. That was very exciting. Dude! <laughs> that was awesome. That was phenomenal. We did it. I knew we'd do it. We were all around it. I want to get a measurement of where I was standing and where you are. That was 30... You know what? 500 yards. I have my rangefinder in my car. I could shoot that. <laughs> and there's I'm, actually remnants from the, the uh, munchkin on the floor right where he caught it. In a little while, I'll go get the rangefinder in my car, and I'll get a number on that. But that was awesome. Yeah, I knew he would yes. do it. Wow, we were, Steve. We were not, listen, <laughs> we were all around. I knew it kept hitting in the mouth range. I think a second world record is right on the cusp. And I think the, the chocolate was a little too dense, a little too so. dense. Yeah, because the cake had, I don't know. A little bit more loft. It was easier for you to catch, I think. All right. Um, so next time we'll do cake. We'll try, we'll, yes. Oh, man. Crowd, did you like that? Was that impressive? Did you just listen a world record? You know, the sad part was, Preston, no one really applauded when Chuck Yeager. Yeah. Fell. Because they couldn't tell. They thought he had blown up. Yep. Yeah. But they heard was the sonic boom. Yeah. And he had broken the, uh, the sound barrier. Yeah. A lot like we've broken 
the nugget barrier. Not the nugget, the munchkin barrier. Munchkin barrier. Thank you to Duncan. Wow. wow. Okay. Well, wow. that's wonderful. We'll do the other munchkin thing in a moment. Okay. Oh, okay. Let, me, let me get a, uh, I tell you what, let's do a movie clip. All right. Let's do a food movie clip. Ryan, uh, if you would, please play. And Casey, do we have any prizes? Um, he... Or do we not? I, I should have checked. Preston, there's a whole time. bunch of munchkins on the floor. This is true. If we don't have any prizes, don't worry about it. We'll skip it. No, we do. I just can't remember what they are because they're not on the sheet. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got cases of brewskis. All yeah, right. We have victory. Uh, All right. As a matter of fact, right. Let it me make should... sure I have the information. Uh, it's right here. Right Boom. here. Okay. We'll give away a case of victory, summer love. Uh, Ryan, if someone can identify this food clip from a movie. Ryan, play it, please. Hey, Coleman. Yes? What should we do about lunch? The lobster, the crack, crack. What do you think? Can't we have both? Why not? Dimitri, sir, lobster and crack crab for everyone. Extra primo good, Mr. Coleman, sir. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know what movie that is from. Now, connoisseur, while we are taking the winner there, I'll mention a food story for you. So, let me see... There it is. I couldn't find the volume. It's so loud in my ears. Is that loud in your ears? No, it's actually really loud. blowing my ears yeah, out. Yeah, really? Matthew and I must have a different mix because right. every sound effect. Well, listen to this. Heinz, uh, the company, has announced a new line of condiment packets oh. that are designed to be collectibles. Oh. The limited... <laughs> oh. What better way to not get laid? Can the... I show you my <laughs> sausage packets? So the limit... Yeah, let me just call my friend. I wanted to know I'm in your apartment. <laughs> I'm sending her my address. I mean, my location immediately. The limited edition Sauce America packet collection, as Heinz calls it, includes 50 United States-inspired condiment wrappers. Uh Uh There's a unique design for each state featuring its most well-known food. For example, Idaho's design includes French fries. And Wisconsin's packets include, what else, but cheese curds. Yeah, yeah. So you'll find the designs on packets of ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard, ranch, barbecue sauce, and tartar sauce in, as in the well. Condiment realm, the thing that I would believe is collected most are salt and pepper shakers, right? Oh, I don't know. Right? Yeah. If you're going to collect, people have collections. Like they have collections of the actual okay. shaker, right. not the, right. not not the packet. And, and I will say, as, as dumb as this sounds, Steve, when you do go and you get like room service and they yeah. give you the tiny little bottle, the oh, oh the, the yeah. glass bottles yeah. of I, ketchup, I love them. I love them. They're yeah. cute. Yeah, it's the travel size yeah. thing we were talking about the other day. You apply it with a, like a butter knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's tough to get it uh, to get all the ketchup out of those things. Though. Yeah, use a straw. Straw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so There's a lot of wasted ketchup. I mean, you could probably. I, I, you That's could, why the ketchup yeah. syringe should be a thing, but it's not. The packets will be available wherever single-serve Heinz products are carried, including restaurants, drive-thrus, theme parks, movie theaters, and stadiums nationwide. And listen, the moment you start to put states on things, yeah. they become collectible. Freak out. So to, I have a large collection of catcher packets. I want to show you it's back in the woodshed. <laughs> to, <laughs> don't mind that woman hanging upside down, splayed like a deer. <laughs> Keep your eye on the packet yeah, yeah. collection. Don't yeah. look to the left or the right. You're not going to like it. To ensure, 
to ensure collectors really can get one. From every state, the company is making sure to deliver a variety of packages to... One other question. Would you put a zipper on a skin suit, or should I stay with buttons? To in each operation throughout June, July, and August. Uh, and there are prizes to promote the Sauce America packets. Heinz uh, is running a contest in which contestants take a photo of each packet they collect and upload it to Sauce America or SauceMerica.com. Sauce America. Heinz yeah. on, on will uh, verify the entries and based on how many unique packets each person collects, they could win prizes ranging from five hundred to a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. And, People will collect that then. Yep. Yeah, maybe. Um, Steve, I know you was just a joke, but it's a brilliant idea. What? Condiments in a syringe. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, honest to God, like, you would get every, every bit single of bit of it out. Yeah. I know. Oh, thank you. I mean, have Let's you, work on it together. Like, you know, when you're doing, you got like a mustard packet and you're trying to get every Case, single bit out. You go to any park in the city, there's loads of empty syringes yes. on the ground. We could collect them up and <laughs> recycle. Them up Those are yes. free. Yeah. You know what? I, I have a bad job. I do a bad job of. Uh, guessing the number of ketchup packets I need. I either way underestimate or, or way overestimate. Syringe would take care of that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, how many ketchup packets? For, for nuggets, we recommend 10 cc's. How many ketchup packets for a cheeseburger? Two, two. or three. Oh. Three? No. That's too many? I need way more than that. What? Do you? What? Oh, I, I, for dip, a burger? I dip the burger. Oh, uh, yeah. So we're we'll like, burger like dipper. I'm a burger dipper. Okay. Oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a hot dog dipper. I'm a yeah. So every I, midnight toker. Every bite. Every bite. Wow. wow. That's. I don't think I know anybody who dips every bite of their burger. I know one person. Yeah. yeah. Gary Gilmore. He was executed by firing squad. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. No, I, I will. I will take a big old uh, puddle of uh, of ketchup and dip every bite. All in right. It. So do you do the same with the salad? A salad? Would you? Would you dip, dip into, into the salad? Crust. No. Okay, that's I just know people, crazy. No, I know people I do who do the, the... Oh, you do it? I do it. The dressing dip, yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. When you get a large fries, Preston, do you dip every individual fry? Oh, yeah. Okay. I will I will dip every individual fry more than once, probably. Do you know something? I will not, and this is... Because I can double dip. I'm eating alone. Right. Regular yeah. french fries from McDonald's, I, I don't ever use ketchup. Steak fries, I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what's weird is the uh, when I get a basket of fries, you know, like that... Uh, yeah. The plastic basket, and then they put, like, the wax paper on. That, yeah, the boat. That's the only time where I actually spread the ketchup onto the French fries. All right. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, Normally, okay. I'm a dipper, but, like, yeah. on those ones... I create a little puddle of uh, I'll do ketchup. both. Yeah, all right. You're a puddler. I am. Uh, and then uh, Casey... Call him the, Pud, for short. Yeah. Yeah. Putty. Pud. Putty Putterson. Uh, Casey, with the basket, that will be one of the times where I use a fork with the fries. I'll do that, too. Uh, That's that, good, too. Is it Chick-fil-A that has... they? You had a story in the Connoisseur a little while ago. They had designed a new... Oh, it's the best. It's, well, it's, it's a, a condiment. It, it, it's two different ways you can do it. You can yeah. either squeeze it or you can open it up as a little packet and dip it. It's, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, a yeah, yeah. game changer. Wait, uh, on their Chick-fil-A sauces, is that what it is? Because uh, the no. ketchup one already exists. Yeah, for the ketchup, they use that there. Right. They, they use the one we're speaking of there. But I'm sure they use it in other places as well, but that's the one that I go oh, to when okay, they do okay, that. Okay. But for their own sauce, it's like a standard uh, yeah. dip. It's a little bit different than that, yeah. All right, so yay or nay, ever, okay, on 
uh, ketchup and mustard on your French fries. Oh yes, yes, yeah. way better oh. than just ketchup. Yeah, in a second. spicy oh. mustard. Too. I'm, I'm I'm not even that much of a ketchup user, so the ketchup mustard thing. No. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, oh, Kathy, yeah. ketchup and mustard mixed together for anything—a burger, okay. French yeah. fries. Michelle does uh, ketchup, mustard, and mayo. I remember that. Yeah, that's her secret sauce, quote unquote. But you know, sauce. I don't like mayo, so I, I can't add uh, the mayo. By the way, with, with ketchup packets, I like um, womanese. <laughs> yes, womanese. I'm telling you, we need to make that. <laughs> Here is the shelf life on. Packets okay, so ketchup and mayonnaise can last about a year and still be good in a packet. Mayo. Mustard <laughs> for a year, yeah, as long as it's sealed like that. Yeah, you just crack off a piece. Uh, mustard, taco sauce, parmesan cheese can last one to two years right. in a packet, and Tabasco sauce three to four years that has a longer shelf life in the packet. And honey, salt, and sugar are indefinite, they don't wow. go down. Okay, in the packets. Uh, I know this is going to be shocking to you guys, but I do not collect the packets. Like if oh. no, no, like I'd rather have a little bit less, and then we get, throw everything out. And if there's extra, it's going in. So I, I, I have some of that 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 long term. I guess they call it prepper food. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of COVID, Dr. Mike said, you may want to pick up some of that. Uh, so I did. Uh, and so when I, we, we joke about it, at some point we're going to have a big meal on this stuff. But that stuff is set to last, they say, 60 years. Wow. Zero? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Probably going to okay. be delicious. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, I don't have anything on my phone screener uh, screen here. So, Ryan, give me a name and person. Uh, it's Albert we're going to go to. And uh, let's play the clip again, if you don't mind, Ryan, real quick. And then we'll go to Albert and see if he knows the answer. Go ahead. Yes? What should we do about lunch? The lobster or the crack crack? What do you think? Can't we have both? Why not? Dimitri, sir, lobster and crack crab for everyone. Extra primo good, Mr. Coleman, sir. All right, we're going to go to Albert. Albert, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Excellent. What movie is that from, brother? Sounds like Trading Places to me. You are correct. Feeling Yay. good, Lewis? And we are going to set you up with a case of victory, summer love. Hang on the line. We'll get your info. Taste victory with your favorite summer crusher. Victory brewing, summer love, lemony hops, crisp and refreshing and ready for your cooler. Should we try out phase two of our record? I think so. Casey? I think so. So Casey brought his uh, electric scooters here this morning. We just did the world record. World record. Munchkin, toss, and catch. Yes, chronicled, I'm sure, on video, covered from multiple cameras. Uh, We are now going to try a different record. Since Casey brought his scooters, uh, we are going to see if we can do a full-speed munchkin catch. Now, I'm not going to toss this. I have a little coffee stirrer that I got from Duncan, Uh. and I'm going to skewer. So NASCAR tried this once, Preston, with shrimp poppers. Ah. It ended in a death. So I'm going to skewer a uh, a munchkin, and I'm going to see if Casey can drive by at full speed and, and catch pluck it. it off and take it. Yes. So so, so the qu- the question now he cannot slow down at all. He's got to be at a full yep. clip. Yep. Uh, is he going to do just a drive by for? What do you mean for an estimate on? Yeah. Do, do a quick uh, little test drive by and okay. All right. It's moving pretty damn fast. So what would you say? How fast? 20 miles an hour? No, not 20 miles an hour. 50 miles an hour? No, I'd say he's probably doing like three miles an hour probably or something like that. Uh, Do you want to go the other way? All right, Casey's going to, he did a lap through. Now I'm going to switch hands here so I I don't get injured as well. And we'll see if Casey can indeed capture this. All right, Casey is coming around the corner and hit the gas. Casey, here he comes. He's crouched down. Let's see if he can get it. Oh, 
Did he get it? No, he oh. kind of banged my shoulder a little oh, bit. But man, that's your that's golf okay. shoulder. I'll hold it up a little higher. All right, Preston, can you put the, put it in your mouth as well? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I like How about the, rectally. I, I like the visual. All right, but I'm not going to do that. All right. Let's try this again. All right, I think I need to... Like skewers across America. This will be better. All right, I have to make sure I'm holding it at the right height. All, All right. right, here he comes. And full gas. All right, does this look like the right height case? Yes, it does. All right, here we go. Ah, he missed it. Uh... All right, we'll do a third attempt. All right. And see if we can make this happen. You'd think he'd be more aerodynamic with a haircut, too. This is true. For those who don't know, Casey got a special haircut. What, Case? I think, um, I think Nick needs to do this. My mouth's not big enough. Uh, oh, so? really? Yeah. Nick's giant mouth. Are you any good on the scooter, Nick? I'm all right. Come and try. Do you, want right. to, do you feel you're up to it, Nick? Right. I'll give it a shot. All right. We're How about you on. both ride together? Oh, my God. I don't think we've ever tried doubling on these things I know. Before. Uh, but no, let's not no, do it. No, because the, the extra weight will slow you down. Okay. All right. We'll try this and see how Nick does. All right. So, Casey, why don't you be Nick's pace car, pace scooter? And lead him through. All right. Casey is giving him the rundown on how the thing operates. I don't know. You got to scoot. I don't know if Nick has ever done this before. <laughs> he has. Oh, dude, he's going to hurt himself. And I'm just looking That's at... That's okay. I'm just looking at the hair, too. We went from one Flowing. great hairstyle to, to another. To Fabio. Okay. Fabio. Let's we went try. from Dr. Phil to Fabio. All right. He's coming around the corner. Here we go. I'm holding it out. Right, is this right height? All right. And... Oh! Like, I'm afraid now. I don't want to get my arm hurt. Well, because you're... you're the, the golf, the it's whole my, thing. It's my golf shoulder. And it... Yeah. All right, we'll try it again. Should you put more than one on the end, Preston? Nick, where are you going? He's going home. This reminds me of Drunk Day when he rode around on the uh, on the Segway. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to go like this. I'm going to be facing away. I think this will. I think it'll give me more confidence. All right, All right. here he comes. Nick's coming. Do around you the think corner. that by any chance you're you don't realize it, but you're jerking it back a little bit out of fear? I did that time. All right, <laughs> here we go. Damn it. I think he took his hair out of the ponytail holder, so it's flowing. It's biodynamic. I closed my eyes that time. All right. It's beautiful. All right. We'll try one more. I think right. we can do this. Are, is, it the, is it the size of the munchkin? Or the motion of the ocean? Or the angle of the dangle? Or the heat of the meat? Oh, Casey. He's going slow. All right. Let's oh, see this is gonna... much less exciting. Right. Well, you have to see if it can happen. Did he mm. did it. No, he didn't. He didn't do it. No. Even at a slow speed? Mm. Preston. This might be harder than we anticipated. Hold it pointed directly straight on so that the whole stick goes through their throat. Oh, so it can go through their throat. Steve. All right, one more time, and then then I'm I'm not doing this anymore. Why not? He's got his mouth open already. We're the first 10 minutes into it. All right, here it comes. I'm closing my eyes. No, it didn't work. All right. I kind of want to try it. All right. All right. Let's see. The man who said he wouldn't want to continue now wants to. <laughs> I bet it'll work. Casey, do you think you're up to this? Are you a good munchkin holder? Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. T-Buzz. Get over here. I got to see height see, uh, He wants to make sure you're not juicing. Here comes Nick, guys. All right. Nick is... Nick. No one's told Nick. It's almost tragic. <laughs> he just keeps going. <laughs> Nick, Nick is just going in circles. Okay. All right. All right. So you have to lift it up. All right. Go ahead. Nick is like some sort of predatory shark with a ponytail. I mean, like I feel like, dude, it's like uh, this is like the worst Las Vegas act ever. (laughs) All right, here comes Preston. All right, here comes Preston. Are we ready? Preston, Preston, Preston. (laughs) Hey! Oh, first try! Oh my God! Well, I think you know what, honestly, Preston. I think you were the weak link before. Yeah, and you were miss your calling as the superstar on the scooter. 
I also chose the smallest munchkin Stick. I could find. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Ten, when, anything that involves a target, you do better to have the smallest target possible. Well, no, no, because of it, the mouth size. That was oh, the problem was the mouth I see size. what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So. All right. How does that feel? It's got to feel good. He wants to kiss him. Oh. It was both fun and tasty. I want to kiss, wanna kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun. That was cool. There you go. There we go. We both set world records today, Preston. All right. It's unbelievable. Hey, I'm really sad. I just want to point something out. We get paid to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you feel uh, like you, uh, you had a potential for a world record? And you have yeah, to I, I fell short. But there was one where I tasted it. Yeah. Like, I literally have the taste of munchkin in my mouth at this point. It's, tasted the victory, and then it was clutched away from me. That's like you're in your room. You got the magazine. You're three-quarters of the way, and your mom opens the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the asker to join. Wait a minute. So, no, the key is, the key is, is the timing of closing your mouth at, at the right time. Uh, That's what worked for me. I bit down right at the right moment. Okay. Right. And that made it happen. I just kept my mouth open the whole time. Ah, yeah. see? Mm. Yeah. Ah, mm. that's a problem. Mm. Yep, that's it. I don't know why yeah. the holder doesn't get any credit for that one. You uh, did. You did. Yeah. You had to because you had to have it. The, the placement was correct. I think Preston, you weren't as good a holder as you were probably a, 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 a catcher. Yeah, I agree. I'm a pitcher. I'm, I'm yeah. a catcher. <laughs> All right, uh, connoisseur. Let's go back to that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> a couple of stories here. Um, so you guys know the Instapot? Yes. You know I'm talking about? I have one. All right. Well, uh, the maker of the viral kitchen gadget, whose debut in 2009 spawned legions of fans, has now declared bankruptcy. Oh. You know, the, the, the Wait, funny what? thing is, this was the, this is, a, it's like a crock pot. Yep. And it is, uh, it's got all sorts of settings on it. I, I forget who makes it. Well, the, the popular setting on it was the fact that you could make it into a pressure cooker. Oh, that, yes. okay. Uh, yeah. And they, yeah, they were a little bit smaller than a crock pot. And they had uh, a variety of settings that you could put on them. And, and it was it, always in the top 10 yep. holiday gifts of that year, so yep. much so that I got my wife one, and she swears that she never uses it. Yeah, yeah. so they were they were <laughs> super-duper popular yeah. for a while, and apparently it's Insta Brands, or Instant Brands, which makes the Insta, Instant Pot, as well as products by uh, brands Pyrex and Corningware, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in a Houston court. That sucks. In a statement, the company yeah. said the filing would give it time and flexibility to continue ongoing discussions with all of their financial stakeholders in an effort to achieve a consensual path forward. Uh, and the company said that it has secured a $132.5 million in funding to keep it afloat. I tell you what, I mean, for people that I know who actually used it with any degree of regularity yeah. use it a lot it's yeah. very handy we, my, we have never had it it's sitting in our basement my never mom uh, same i had one sat in the basement never used it my mom uses it all the time she uses it mainly for like rice and uh okay like different uh, I, I think maybe she might put vegetables in there but she definitely uses it for rice all the time hers is small though like right. almost is enough for rice and we have stuff. a rice cooker that's pretty great and in fact i made you guys pancakes out of that that one I, time i remember it's very good yeah. Do um, you think you could eat um, if you were on the scooter and passed by one of these uh, pressure cookers, do you yeah. think you could eat the contents as you pass by? Easily, yeah, right. no problem. You saw how I down that munchkin. <laughs> um, so here's the deal. These things are expensive, man. Uh, they're, they're up there. Yeah, no, I mean, like, uh, the Instapot 
the Instapot, all right, the, uh, the brand. Instapot. Instapot brand. This one's like $170. Wow. Right, and then you can so get. So we got the deluxe, uh, uh, the one, because we wanted to make sure we had the best one to not use. To not use, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, way pricier than I thought they were, than I recall them being. So here's the uh, the Kasori uh, inst- uh, electric pressure cooker. This one is 80 bucks. That's half of Guaranteed the price. Guaranteed to explode. Uh, here's another one. Uh, it this- depends on the size you get, pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. By the way, I'm a crockpotter. I'm a uh, crockpothead. I want to interrupt this uh, uh, this story uh, because I just saw a text message, and we forget that people are freshly tuning in this morning uh, to our YouTube page and not understanding why Casey's hair looks the way that it does this morning. Uh, it was for his driver's license photo because he always does yeah. a special haircut. He has the, the Dr. Phil, the male pattern baldness cut and mustache. Uh-huh. So that's what that's about, Texter. I just needed to pass that along. Right. And you can see all, right. all of them at WMMR.com. So the, to explain the possible demise of this juggernaut, because it was huge uh, starting in 2009, uh, the Wall Street Journal notes that the S. S&P Global downgraded Instant Brands uh, rating last week after the company's net sales fell 21.9% in this year's first quarter it, from the same period last year. One is year it ago. possible that people, the, the people who are likely to buy them bought them during, say, you know, the lockdown and all that stuff and people were doing a no. lot more cooking? For, you don't think so? No, and now it's done. Is that what you mean? Like yeah, they already yeah. have them? Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's part of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, that is definitely part of it, Steve. So... Uh, this is the seventh running quarter of decline, so they just can't do it. So anymore. evolving mm-hmm. a, a merchandise like that in tech is is an issue. You remember that that even presented a problem to Apple when they went with that with iPhones uh, because people like uh, I, I just got this one. Yeah, Why yeah, am I going to do yeah. that? So once you have a piece of tech that is still viable and still working for you. What do you do with your audience? Uh, they also said or your air, consumer base. Air fryers took a, uh, a cut out of it as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I use our, our air fryer quite a bit, and I love fried air. Yeah, it is yeah. good. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, the crock pot. There's a you know a seven quart crock pot, forty bucks, right? Yep. Uh, you know you can't beat that. I, I would thirty know. bucks. So yeah, but there's different functions. Yeah, right? I know, I yeah. know, I know. That, that's pres- why it makes it a little more expensive. The pressure cooker can cook more quickly than a uh, right. than a slow cooker and still get that slow cooked. Uh, what tastes taste. better, cooked pressure or fried air? <laughs> I think fried air, no doubt. Well, I'm really disappointed because I had an air fryer and uh, I sold it on the Facebook, you know, one of those Facebook sites or whatever. Because really, I, yeah, I was like, I'm never going to use this thing. Uh, and then I recently used one. And I'm so mad I got oh, it. Oh. Now you're going to have to pay full price. I, right? Oh, man. Call that guy back. Yeah. It's Kathy. <laughs> what, um, what kitchen gadget do you use the most? The sink. No, that's not a gadget. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I misunderstood the question. Um, I'm not a I'm not a gadget guy. I like a regular knife and uh, and and you know I, standard I, standard utensils. Um, I just fell for a gadget, Preston. What oh, is it? No. I, I, and it's awesome. It is. It's this new toaster that has a touch screen on. Oh yeah, you're <gasps> oh. telling us about that. And, and it's like it's really good. <laughs> I don't uh, go in the kitchen, so. Oh yeah, very good, Kathy. Uh, yeah. Probably our food processor. Uh, you know, for uh, pureeing things, cutting stuff up, uh, and slicing and dicing, no fuss, no muss, and making thousands of Julian fries. Julian fries, yeah. Do you guys use uh, paper plates much? No. Uh, as yes, as, I love paper plates. Okay. As hats. So, Kath, <laughs> I uh, I found this thing. It's a paper plate dispenser that you put at the bottom of your cabinet. Wow. wow. Uh huh. I know because we use them quite a bit. Here, I'll show you. I want to see this case? Oh, that's you. interesting. You know, it's so funny. <laughs> you know those stores like when you go into like. Um, 
uh, Williams and Sonoma, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I don't really do anything in the kitchen, 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 kitchen. But it's there's like stuff that I'm like, you're like, oh, oh, it's all here. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all bright and shiny and cool. Yeah, <laughs> Kathy, do you have an electric corkscrew? For wine bottles, would you like one? Uh, yeah, I, have, I yes, I have that and a regular one too. I have one. Yeah, I, that's. I feel like a, I'm fancy when I use that. We have one. Yeah. Um, I guess it's not really a gadget, but a but a vegetable peeler, Casey. Uh, rather than using a knife to uh, to you know peel things, okay. I, I, I definitely use that a lot. So uh, the, a combination melon bowl of vibrator is pretty interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. You know what? Um, the lemon or lime squeezer. Uh, okay, that's a gadget yeah. I yeah. actually use. Is it uh, is, for margaritas? Yes. <laughs> Definitely for alcohol. When you're you looking a, for fun in the kitchen. We have a green one and a yellow one. Oh, mine's green and yellow. For limes and <laughs> yes. lemons. It's uh-huh. the same damn it's thing for both. It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Listen, uh, I've been told we have to wrap because we have a uh, we got a guest coming up. So this has been a super short but record-breaking. Two world records in one connoisseur segment. Connoisseur segment. So we're stoked about that. I had other movie clips. We'll get to those next week. So. And then, um, so for some reason, we're not seeing the call screener, but um, we may have Jack. Oh. We can't probably... We do? Do you want to talk to him now real quick? Uh, yeah, wanna, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know he was on because our, our call screener. Let, let's go to Live Casino uh, and Resort in Philadelphia. Jackie Bam Bam, are you there? I got what you want, the blood. I am here. Yeah. <laughs> our resident vampires at the Blood Drive. How you doing, bud? Well, Glad to hear it. Great, man. Jackie, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm using right. my cell phone uh, to barely hear you. Though. You're breaking up. All right, so I, I asked, how you doing, man? Uh, it, all I'm going to say, guys, is you're bouncing over there. I'm stuck. There's like 29 beds. Half of them are filled. I'm learning the lingo. There's the canteen area where the goodies are. I'm on the uh, recovery bed, and I don't want to move. So, oh, so you, you just donated? Yeah, I'm, I'm very comfortable on this recovery bed. And, uh, yeah, every uh, 15 minutes, I guess, people that uh, signed up are over here in South Philadelphia. You guys are over there at Oak. And it sounds like you're having a blast over there. I have people on tables with needles and uh, tubes in them. That's, so. that's usually part of any blood drive. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah uh, you can't, just walking around saying thank you, thank you, thank you. There's a firefighter over there. He's from Munchies. Here he is right here. Jackie, it's possible you're just on the casino floor. There's a a spinning table with numbers on it. Yeah. Uh, Well, well, that's great. Jackie's, uh, he just gave blood, so he's a little lightheaded, you can tell. Um, No, but uh, we're we're happy that you're there, Jackie. We're running a little short on time, but we'll check back in with you in a few minutes, all right? I got you. Thank you, guys. I love you, Jackie. Jackie Bam Bam, who is at uh, Live Casino, and uh, we'll follow up on that. I don't know what's happening out here. A bunch of people on tables giving blood. Who knows? It's a blood drive. We do have a guest coming up in a moment, so I want to go ahead and take a break. We're going to have David Rash, who plays Carl in Succession, and is in a new movie called About My Father. Yes. We'll talk to him. And then uh, Ken Jennings uh, from Jeopardy is going to be joining us in a little bit. We'll take a break. It's the I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. 
Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, thank you again to uh, our friends at Window Nation who supplied us with the uh, I Believe for Preston and Steve tote bags that we're handing out and, of course, the I Believe for Preston and Steve uh, t-shirts. The uh, Ted, Ted Lasso theme Big hit. shirt is very, very popular and we are happy that we had that uh, available for you. We are in the Huge, huge expo center in Oaks, Pennsylvania, loaded with people making blood donations. Jackie is at Live Casino in Philadelphia doing the same thing. We, me and Steve are going to go over there after we're done with our broadcast, and that's where we're going to do our donation. Yes. And say hi to the gang over there, and Pierre will be broadcasting live uh, at that point. So uh, it's a great day. It's a wonderful day. Uh, beautiful to get into the, uh, the weekend this way. All right, we have our guest on the line. Big fan of this understand. guy. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you remember him from the show Sledgehammer. It's one of my favorites. Which was a great show and has had a, uh, a wonderful turn in the show Succession as Carl. Uh, he's on to talk about the movie uh, About My Father, which uh, our buddy Sebastian Maniscalco wrote and stars in. Yes, with De Niro. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So let me hit this button, and hopefully, by the magic of radio, we are going to be able to talk to him. So if he's there, we will say hello to David Rash this morning. David, good morning. Oh, no. David Rash. Okay, hit the button. It did not work. So do me a favor. Let's try this again. Uh, maybe we can do this. Ryan, hit the button. Uh, David, are you there? I am, but you sound funny. Uh, <laughs> what we're paid to do, David. Uh, well, actually, you know what? We're broadcasting live at our blood drive, so uh, we're having to go through a remote broadcast unit, so I don't know if you'll be able to understand what we're saying, but uh, does anything sound better now, David? No. Uh, okay. Can we not conduct this interview this way? Let's just filter through, and I'll try to think it out. Okay. We'll try to. He'll try to filter through and see if he can figure it out. I- I'm inspired. I am too. Yeah. This is going to be a wonderful interview. <laughs> but listen, we are fans, and uh, congratulations on your success uh, with Succession. That is a uh, that was a a wonderful little project to stumble across. I would imagine. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it was a real, uh, I have to tell you, I've been very fortunate to be on Succession, which, I mean, who knew what a phenomenon it would become? Um, you know, just last night, I went to, I'm in, in this little town in New York, and I went to this place, and I got a hamburger, and I walked out, and this guy saw me and went white and said, <laughs> are you Carl from Succession? So it's, uh, it's turned into like this phenomenon that nobody, I mean, who knew that it would become this much of a phenomenon? It's, it's, uh, but it, I'm very grateful to be on. It was great writing and really fun, to, great cast and fun to be on. 
And uh, and then then we have uh, about my father, which yeah. you should go see if you didn't already. It's very funny. Um, if you're a Sebastian Montesculco fan, you won't be disappointed. He's, well, uh, Sebastian is is a friend of the show. We've had him on a number of times, and he, and he is he's great. And his, I mean, so much of his stuff is obviously about his family, and it, it's 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 sort of interesting. He, I was. Uh, watching an interview with him, this is, I mean, obviously it's a, a hyped up version of his relationship with his father, who's played by De Niro, but um, this is the kind of stuff he excels at. Were you a fan of Sebastian's before you got the movie? Uh, well, I didn't understand what you said, but I'll tell you this. <laughs> he, was, he wrote it. He wrote it, and he, it was really funny, and that's one reason why Kim Cattrall is in it, De Niro's in it, I'm in it. And uh, we read read the script and said, I'm in. Uh, I mean, it's surprising because, you know, he's a stand-up comic and uh, not a writer and not an actor. I mean, he's never been in a movie before. And uh, he's and now we figure out he, we can figure he's a triple threat. You know, great comedian, great writer, and, uh, and a wonderful actor. That's excellent. So, uh, that's awesome. Sebastian Monospoco. Well, the the movie is out now, and uh, I, I tell you what, David, we're going to go ahead and, and cut the interview short because uh, the communication issue is going to be a little bit too much. But we do appreciate your time, and we'll make sure we pass along to everyone uh, all the wonderful uh, attributes of about my father, which is in theaters now, and like you were saying, Robert De Niro and Sebastian Maniscalco. But sorry about the uh, the technical problem, but uh, it's great to talk to you, if even for a moment, and yeah. we wish you all the best, okay? You too. Good luck. And good luck with your blood drive. Thank Thanks. you. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. David Raj. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So here's the deal. I'm sure a lot of times what happens is we'll have an interview and then that person will have another. It'll be yeah. like a multiple chain of people listening yeah. to the interview. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's annoying because we're a big fan of his. Yeah. Sometimes you have uh, you have a problem down the line when you add uh, yeah. multiple uh, people kind of. Poking their heads into here, but whatever, man. We'll, we'll figure it out. Not to react. I just want to die. I know, but that's that's uh, that's reasonable. Yeah, yeah, it's um, a reasonable reaction. So we'll see. If we can we can end up talking to uh, Ken Jennings later on. He's uh, scheduled yeah. as well. And I don't think Jackie could hear us very well. When here, we spoke let, to let me him, give so. you a Jeopardy question, Preston. Yes, Sebastian Man of Schuylkill. Oh. Schuylkill. Yes. Well, at least he got the name of the highway right. I know. Yeah. All <laughs> I like kept thinking of. All right. Uh, anyhow, so Casey, what about uh, talking to? Oh, he's right there. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> All right. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the regional CEO of the Red Cross, Guy Triano, Yay! is with us this morning. Hello there, Guy. Can you hear Guy? Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you. And All right. I'm sitting oh, right God. next to you, so we're in good shape. Wonderful. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Thanks for having us again. Are you kidding me? This is. Uh, we love this event. This is a fantastic event, and the fact that we're back to full numbers now is a wonderful. Thing, and thing we've been striving for the past three years have been a little bit of a change. We did what we could, and we, you know, put the drops in the bucket, and it ended up being, you know, a great help. But now we can get to the full potential of uh, people in the Delaware Valley, you know? Absolutely. 18 years strong, and it's gotten better and better. And the two locations, I think, are, are ideal. It gives more donors flexibility, and, and we're there for us. And during the week, it was something we would always do it on a Saturday, and we can run longer uh, doing it this way, and, and which is great. Uh, we had broken a record a couple of years ago on the Saturday. I think with all these uh, uh, modifications in place, I think we're going to, it won't be soon before we're blowing that record out of the water. I agree. I yeah. think the goal this year is to get over a thousand. We're we're on pace to do that today. You know, both at here and, and down at uh, in Philadelphia, and yeah. I think absolutely we can get to that number. All right, so guy, uh, I've noticed the uh, uh, 
Uh, somebody was telling me, I think it was uh, Helen, about the um, uh, the power red. Yes. Uh, which is in the past been called the double red. But uh, for those people who don't know, is that an option when you come in? Just if you sign up for a regular donation, can you say, I'd like to do the power red? Yeah, there's a, definitely a separate criteria for that. But uh, if you're interested while you get there, uh, just talk to the person when you sign in, and they'll go through some questionnaires. If they can fit you in that, we'll definitely get that donation. Does it take a little more time to do that? It does take a little bit more time. Uh, but, you, you know, you get, you get credit for two donations almost because we take double your, you, we take your red cells, we give you back your platelets and plasma. Well, that's only fair. Yeah. So, so um, anyone who comes in who's donating regular blood and is, is um, eligible for that could opt to do this as well? Not everybody. Not everybody. There's certain uh, weight requirements and different and uh, Is that based on your ability to catch munchkins tossed across a room? Well, the way that you guys did it today, I would not put that as part of the criteria. Right. Okay. <laughs> Only trained professionals can do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, so. um, how are numbers as far as what you guys have in reserves right now with uh, with blood? They're good. I mean, the need is constant. Know right. that. And going into the summer season, you're going to have your high schools and colleges are out now. Your, your businesses go on uh, break. So this is going to be a really important time. This will help us get through the summer. You rely on those football. a lot. And they're, they're very active. So what you guys do, you're constantly, uh, um, you know, scheduling those. But again, a good portion of the donors go away, and it puts a dent in it. That's why we do it in the summer. It seemed to be uh, when we were orchestrating all the events with you guys. You said this would really help. So, and uh, explain the importance of blood that will be culled today, and, and what it'll ha- what'll happen with it. You know where it goes, because I think people need to understand just how much of an impact this makes. Uh, yeah, there, there's no replacement for blood or blood products. We rely on the donations of human beings to, to roll up their sleeves and to help potentially save a life. You had the nurse on a couple of hours ago. She was talking about the importance of it. She nailed it. You know, it blood saves lives, and you need it. As much as technology advances day, you know, through the years, you still rely on donations for the hospitals. Where are, uh, what are the situations that some people will use donated blood that we may not think of regularly? Because we automatically think of, uh, you know, car accidents and things like that. There's been a, somebody has lost blood. Emergency rooms. Yeah. The number one uh, recipient of blood and blood products are cancer patients. Okay. Uh, everybody knows somebody that either has had or is currently has cancer. They all receive that platelets and that, that product. So that's the number one. But, of course, trauma patients. But uh, you, the biggest is cancer patients. Okay. Yeah. So I, uh, the, the, my blood is apparently very good for babies. And uh, I, they keep calling me to, to, to contact me. And I said, I'm going to do it at our blood drive. I'm going to do it at our blood drive. So what, what, is, that, what is that type of blood or what, what makes it unique? And, and I know there are other people who have it as well, but what distinguishes that from regular blood? Yeah, well, I mean, everyone has regular blood, as you would say. Uh, you know, and Not superhuman munchkin-catching blood? No, no. And, and I don't think, you know, maybe, maybe the munchkin-type blood. But, uh, you know, everyone is tight. And certain, uh, you know, people are, whether they are, you know, A or B or negative or, right. you know, for that, it's, it's all important. And that's the, 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 the most important message out there. Whatever type of blood you are, it's important to go out there because we use all blood types. And all we types. need all blood types. And you can't, it's not the kind of thing you can, you know, put in a piece of Tupperware and pull out in a year, it has a shelf life. Yes. Yep. All blood has a shelf life. Platelets have a shelf life. And that's why the need is is always constant. You know, we're going to have over 1,000 people donate today. And and tomorrow, we're going to need another 1,000 people to donate. And that's the importance of it. All right. So if people didn't get signed up yet or weren't part of this blood drive uh, and they're being motivated by what we're talking about now, um, how can they go donate blood? What's the easiest way to do that? Redcrossblood.org or 1-800-RED-CROSS. Go online, schedule your appointment, whether it be for today, tomorrow. We have blood drives 365 days a year. 
Excellent. All right. And that's as many days or in a year. Yeah, oh, imagine yeah. that. 366 on a leap year. That's yes. true. Uh, Guy, it's great to see you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for the partnership year after year. Looking forward to next year. The regional CEO yes. of the Red Cross. It is Guy Triano on the President's T-shirt. Preston, I was uh, watching a video about... Um, the history of the Flash before you know the, the Screen Crush guys do that, yeah. Because uh, I want to go see the movie, and they were talking about Superman, and I learned a fun fact about Superman that he is a universal blood donor. Okay, no matter what the recipient's blood type is, his blood can also give the recipient temporary superpowers. Yes, wow. which is great. Now, how are you going to pierce his skin? Yes, that's how he gets out of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you sorry. can't donate. Sorry, that. dude. There's yeah. nothing hard enough to uh, open up his veins. I guess he would have to do it himself. He could. Do you, you know, know um, uh, you know, they've, people always ask, how does Superman shave? And uh, they actually did show it one time in, in a comic. Uh, it was him lasering off his own. Okay. Oh, like he would look in the mirror and shoot yeah. the, the, the blade. Oh, uh, my the, God. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. well, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a complicated world. It's what you have to put up with when you're a Superman. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. Uh, Nick, I'd like to point out the T-shirt that you're wearing this Oh, week. yeah. Oh. Ash- Ashley gave me this. Yeah. Ashley's she, here. She, I think, just left Case. Uh, she donated already. But, uh, yeah, thanks so much to Ashley. She made me a glappy T-shirt, and she has one for herself, too. Uh-huh. But it says, shiny, glappy people. <laughs> On it. And the Preston and Steve P and S at the top. That should probably be a t-shirt as well. (laughs) Shiny, glappy people. I love it. Um, Well, since we have a few minutes, our next interview is until 10 o'clock with Ken Jennings. I'm sure that'll go wonderful, too. (laughs) Do you just want to reminisce over the last interview? No, but I would like to clean out my junk drawer if it's okay with you guys, because I do have some things that have been uh, backing up, and I think this might be... All right. Let me dig in the junk drawer and see what I can find. And all right, this one. This is a, we were just talking about medical stuff with the, uh, yeah, the blood. Uh, scientists in the United Kingdom and the United States have created synthetic human-like embryos. Yeah, this is going to turn out great. Without the needs for eggs or sperm. Uh, while the embryo does not have a brain or a heartbeat, it can still kill you. Scientists are hopeful that it will shed light on the cause of miscarriages and genetic diseases. Oh, wow. Yeah, Roger Sturmey from the University of Manchester in UK in the UK said uh, the research team is using the synthetic embryos in part to discover why some pregnancies uh, do not continue after the first 14 days of fertilization. He said, we know remarkably little about this step in human development, but it is a time when many pregnancies are lost, especially in IVF settings. Uh, the problem still exists that these synthetic embryos are different from a naturally conceived embryo, which scientists have been trying to study by keeping IVF embryos alive in a dish for 14 days. Uh, the scientists said that they were able to create an environment mimicking the first 14 days of the fetus development outside side of the womb uh through uh though the paper has not passed a peer review as of yet so there there's a lot of good that could be gleaned from this and of course there are a lot of people in the medical community are saying "Mm, keep an eye on this yeah there's there's concerns of about whether the discovery is pushing the boundaries of ethics too far or not i think science fiction tells us that it always works out great well we need to marry this and ai together right and then you have uh the The killing machine yeah you have the vision I mean, yeah, yeah. Exactly. and they could go bad or not. I don't know. Or well, that, yes. In the Guardians of the Galaxy, they have that whole planet of people that, yes. like, everything is just, like, engineered and right. designed. Like, 
nobody's really conceived as much as they are just me. Right, right. So with the ethics issue, a professor, uh, Magdalena Zernika Goetz, who is the lead researcher in the project, uh, told CNN that the embryos were not designed to create new life, instead in hopes of preventing the loss of life. Right, and they also like gardening. Uh, the synthetic embryos are currently confined to test tubes and can't legally be implanted in a womb. But researchers have conducted similar experiments on mice and monkeys. It's always the dude that hangs out late. I'm just going to futz around here. Uh, each time they try, however, the synthetic embryos have not survived. And Where while, did that monkey learn to do jazz tap? And while the recent project has created a buzz surrounding the opportunities to study human life, it has raised questions about how to regulate the research as well. Yeah. So, yeah. AI, the whole damn thing. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, some of these things, if you look back when... Um, uh, quote-unquote test tube babies were happening. That was extremely controversial. Well, I was and disappointed. Now, and now we have IVF, you know? They never look like test tubes. They don't look like yeah. them at all. And I what? thought that'd be very cool. What was the difference? Uh, I think it was similar. I mean, they would uh, take the egg and the sperm and the bacon, put them together outside of that, and then I think re- Go I think it's similar to is, is, what they do now, but back in the day, it was it was considered. I remember in the late 1970s, like it was. Oh, people were scared. People are playing God yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. that it well, was uh, ethically wrong. And also, there was no conception involved, so there was that yes. weird sort of religious aspect of it. I shouldn't say weird. There was that religious aspect of it right. that removed um, uh, a man and a woman, quote unquote, loving one another and having you know, conceiving a baby naturally. Right. I mm-hmm. actually was just looking up the first test tube baby. She's still alive. Uh, she was born on July 25th, 1978. Her name. Is is Louise Brown, and she's uh, from England. Okay, I have two from friends England. who have uh, you know IVF babies, and um, they're they're miracles at this point. Yeah, you know, and they probably wouldn't be able to have children otherwise, and now they have uh, you know several kids, and I'm I'm happy for them. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Uh, okay, you guys will like this. Uh, for the second time ever, astronomers have discovered multiple Tatooine worlds. Yes, oh, wow. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Or Matthew was ex- just talking about Tunisia. Or ex- which, is, which served as Tatooine yeah. in the original Star Wars. Uh, I'm not as excited as you guys. Also known <laughs> as thanks ex- for trying to bring me in. Exoplanets orbiting a pair of stars in the same star system, and the discoveries further prove that these Star Wars-like planets are more common than scientists previously previously thought. Uh, Tatooine worlds a uh, circumbinary planets. Uh, they are expo- exoplanets that exist in star systems with two stars, also known as binary star systems. As a result, an observer standing on one of these planet surfaces would see two suns in the sky. It's one of the most beautiful parts of the uh, episode four, the first original Star Wars, where Luke is all this laid out ahead of him, and he sees those two suns, and he's he's pensive. He just had, got done a whiny little bitch session with... Yep, uh, yep. Uncle Owen and Peru. The laugh was on them because they are soon to be incinerated. <laughs> you would experience a pair of sunsets just like Sco- uh, Sky Scooby Doo. <laughs> no, uh, Sebastian Man is Google. I will never not call him that. <laughs> uh, so the first circumbinary planet known as Kepler 16b was discovered in 2011. The new one is called uh, Bebop 1c. Bebop. Yeah. Love it. The 15. 15- 15th known Tatooine world. So these world. are celestial testicles, if you stop and think about it. Um, a ye- match set? Yeah. I guess so. I have a friend named Bebop, by the way. That's a, it's I've, not I've, his actual name, but that's his nickname. I have a neighbor who has a dog named Bebop. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, he's a, a big jazz character fan. in uh, min, uh, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles? Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Bebop? Yeah, Bebop is like uh, one of the mutant pigs or whatever. 
I think he was oh, pigs. Yeah, yeah, uh, like a warthog. Well, warthog. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, Cowboy yeah. Bebop too, right? The uh, yes, the enemy. Uh, cowboy. Yeah. Okay, and now there's a planet with two sons called Bebop. Bebop. How about that? Thank you. It's we are we are a wealth of usable. I think all the rage. I think in one of those Ninja Turtles movies, uh, a Bebop Sh- character, Seamus played him. You remember Seamus the wrestler? Well, you yeah. you are the, the the keeper of all I should, knowledge. I should look this up. Yeah, use that, here, uh, use that keyboard in front of you. Bebop and Rocksteady are yeah. the wart, uh, the warthogs. That's it. And Kathy looked up uh, look up uh, Seamus the wrestler. Okay. All right. I don't I don't feel like doing that. Did he all play right. Casey Jones? Uh, Seamus. Yeah. Who did he play? Bebop. Oh, he played Bebop. I believe so. Oh, my God. Casey Jones was Stephen Amell. That's who that was. Yeah. I, yeah. Do, I don't know Ninja Turtles at all. You don't all. know it April was, O'Neil? It was out of my time. So, yeah. I, 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 and they were huge. Oh, I know. I, yeah. but, but, I mean, I, it was, uh, I wasn't watching cartoons. You know what's surprisingly good is the Michael Bay. Yeah. It is. That's, and the second one is the one where. Movie, yeah. Yeah, that's where Bebop shows up. Yep. Is that uh, Corey Feldman voicing no. one of them? No, that's when they had. The, so these were all CGI, yeah. uh, the, the Ninja Turtles and this. He, but he did it when they had sort of like. Um, Animatronic or a, a big a suit. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. The um, cheerleaders at my high school, they had a, uh, they had a cheer that was about. The Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. It went something like this. Here we go. Don't stand Cow- up. Wait. Okay. okay. If you're gonna cheer, you can yeah, watch yeah. it. It was like um, there's a man with a balding hair head cut. Yes, haircut. author. There's a bizarre looking man cheering. Uh, it goes uh, something like a cow. Bunga, dudes, let's kick some shell. Cowabunga, dudes, everybody yell. <laughs> Cow. And then they would do that all over. Bunga. <laughs> I love so you guys have that. Killed it. Casey remembers the cheers. Dude, listen, I mean, I remember in Little League football being, like, watching the cheer. That's how I know, like, S-U-C-C-E-S-S and hate cheerleaders and all that. Cheer- like, you would be transfixed on the cheerleaders. Oh, my God. Especially if you're a young man. They were all the pretty ones. Yeah. I'm like, why would I, you know, I just, okay. Oh, wow. I just got done getting the ball. Yourself. No, no. It's Listen, this is this is bizarre. Right. But I was a quarterback. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes in practice, I had to get the ball hiked to me for my coach. Yeah. And my hands would be resting on his ball sack. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, I'm like, I'm like, and I hated that. We should that. probably get out on the field. <laughs> Your coach's ball sack? Yes. Listen, the way yes. Coach. Yeah, the way it works, Kathy, is when when you've got the. You, should we demonstrate? Yeah, I should. But I am not. When the center Wait, is, in, the, it, you're the center. I'm the center. I'm putting my yeah. hands there. Your hands. Your, are, your sack will be touched. I know how it works. I right. just don't think he needed to well, touch well, his Kathy, I agree with you, Kathy. But you are supposed to rest your hand on there so that the center knows that where your hand is exactly to snap the ball to. It's because I played center when I played football as a kid. And when you watch, yeah. like, you know, college professional ball, like, they get their hand up Absolutely. in there. Absolutely. You know? Sometimes there's poop on it. That's why <laughs> they'll sniff the back of their hand from time to time. Mm. Yeah. Casey, did you remember Be Aggressive? B aggressive, B E aggressive, B E A G G R E S S I B E aggressive. Aggressive. I forgot how to spell. So you do. Of course I do. All right. Circling back, Seamus played Rocksteady. Ah, and played Bebop. Bebop was played by Gary Anthony Williams, but apparently John Cena will be playing Bebop in the next iteration. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have another junk drawer story that I can dig up here for you. All right, I thought this was worth mentioning. I saw this one. A new data set has emerged with the global average size of breasts. And the the research found women with Nordic heritage topped the chart with size C to D breasts on average, 
while those in Vietnam had the smallest. So I wonder if, I remember years ago, it was actually England and that region, the United Kingdom, that was producing the average largest breast size. Uh, uh, do they have a uh, do they have a history going back? How um, long it's been this way? No, but American and British women came out fourth and fifth overall. All right, having size C breasts, and Australian women ranked twentieth globally with size B boobies on average. Relatively speaking. A C is a is a is a, a C a, is a fine robust. breast. That's yes. a good size. That's a yeah. fine breast. Yeah. Yes, I that agree. That would be like I think that's the perfect size. Yeah. C. I think that's a pretty good boob. Uh, so the, that there's a good boob. Uh, the, invest, um, the investigators said that countries with higher obesity rates yeah. tend to have larger breast well, sizes. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, a but, lot of people. That's where they'll gain weight. Yep. But there was also a link to local wealth with women from poorer countries less likely to invest in a bra that fits. Wait a second. We're not talking uh, purchasable augmentation. We're talking natural breasts. Yeah, right? I big, guess so. Big naturals, as they right, say. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the database was compli- uh, compiled by investigators based in Germany who combed through thousands, or I'm sorry, dozens of surveys from more than 80 I'm countries. I'm pictures of boobies. Uh, the extracted data on the cup size used by thousands of women across different countries. Results were uh, then converted into the standard U.S. sizing system to allow for comparison between nations. About six other sizing systems for breast are used internationally. I didn't know that. Well, you know, and here's the thing. Remember we had the, uh, the bra whisperer in the studio? Mm-hmm. She was... She was using um, the yeah. measuring system that is common in Europe. The European one, yeah. And so, um, right, so People were like, yeah, I was like a double E. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they don't go above C in this. Yeah, they, they do. do. Oh, G. they do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Norway. So the, Norway has the largest at C, D. C, D, okay. All right, right. so I'll, I'll go through the, like, I'll give you the top 20 here. Uh, number two is Luxembourg. Yes. Uh, with size C. Smaller sample size, though. Uh, yes, and then you have Iceland, the United States, and then the United Kingdom. Those are all average size C. By the way, uh, so much of this is actually affected by uh, growth hormones and food and things of that nature. Uh, they, you know, for a while they were talking about margarine and uh, other things that have uh, yeah, elements the, in the them. Meats that, and, yeah. yeah, that mature uh, people earlier in life. Yep. Uh, then you have, uh, so the following countries are B, C, and B, B, C, B. And in order they go Venezuela, Colombia, Sweden, the Netherlands, Canada, Russia, Poland, Bulgaria, Bulgaria, Finland, and Denmark. So we're on the larger side. Yeah, yeah, we're in the top five. Uh, so uh, then we At have number five. Size B average are Turkey, New Zealand, Ireland, Croatia, and Australia. Large, well, if you're if you're buxom and you're buying bras, very expensive, right? At the, uh, I would think so. I mean, th- more material. People always complain about, yeah, uh, and how no, expensive. I think, I think the size A bra and a size D bra is the same price. No really? kidding. You would figure because there's more. F- I've never there, been an A in my life. But there's more check. fabric, yeah. Never? Marissa, well, how much are your bras? <laughs> oh, man. What? She's got smaller boobs than me. Am yeah, I you're right. She does. She does. It was just the way you said it. Well, you guys it's not what you said, but the way you said it. You always have to make everything like it's a Where's the ironing board? You laughed. You were like, Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. By the way, somebody who's uh, watching us on video right now with yeah. Casey's new haircut, it says Casey looking that way and saying big naturals <laughs> is both hilarious and creepy as F. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. If you don't know, Casey got a special haircut for his uh, 
driver's license photo. There's a dude right there who's got a similar haircut. You can there get a picture go. with him. Yes. But he's a, he's way shorter on the sides. He does, yeah. It's yes. okay. And, yeah. But, and he's got a little bit more up top. He yeah. didn't go all the way back with it. We're looking for guys that have similar hair to him to get pictures with today. Oh, we got him got behind him. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Kath, um, have bras, uh, the bra technology, so to speak, has it gotten better over the years? Uh, have they gotten more comfortable over the years? I mean, no, they've taken the underwire out. Like, that was the thing that most people used and now you don't have to get underwire there are bras that'll yeah so i guess the technology has changed because there's bras that will still hold a larger breast and don't have that underwire uh all right preston i'm gonna do uh i'm on a website victoria secrets website 34a for this specific bra okay is where is the damn price okay is yeah 69.95 and then i'm gonna click uh double d for one double d one bra and it's, yeah, they're the same price, sixty nine ninety five. Seventy bucks for a bra? I, I've never, uh, when buying bras for myself, I've never paid more than ten bucks. <laughs> and you're smart, I'm you know? Smart. Yeah. Um, you know what? I guess. Listen, even underwear is freaking expensive. I mean, just like standard underwear yeah. for guys is if you buy like a three pack, it's like forty, fifty bucks, right? So, uh, well, think about uh, this. Not where I go. You're, you're wearing this all the time. All yeah. the time. So that's why, if you compare it to shoes. But it just right. doesn't seem like that much material and should be that expensive. Could you use not that much of a bra? I mean, listen, I'm also on Victoria's Secrets website. Yeah. There, there are places you can buy bras at Target that are just as good and they are not that price. Okay. The very, 70 bucks for a bra. The very bottom of the list, by the way, uh, with double A as the average size, yeah. the, the bottom two are Bangladesh and Vietnam. Okay. As far as uh, average breast size, double A. So that's teeny tiny. That's mosquito bites. It's funny how the the um, well again, and I, I I wholly remember these this data set coming out a number of years ago, and it was in a completely different list. Yeah, By press- the way, I, I don't I I think small boobs can be very absolutely very, very cute. Yes, yeah. my wife uh, is very perky. Yeah, just as long as they're real, uh, I'm down with it. But uh, yeah, press my uh, underpants are eighteen bucks for a three pack. Oh wow! And that's okay, that's yeah. pretty cheap. Yeah, so I, I go into a store today and go, "Where may I purchase underpants <laughs> with I, that hair?" Yeah, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. I just came. I just came from the porno theater. What uh, what uh, brand do you use? I do Fruit of the Loom men's breathe, breathable okay. boxer briefs. From TJ Maxx. I, I do Tommy them. John's. No, no. TJ Maxx does not carry Fruit of the Loom. Where do you get them then? Uh, uh, Amazon. I used to go to Kohl's, uh, but they were too expensive at Kohl's, so I just go to Amazon uh, to get them now. Did I tell you guys I had to have a Viking funeral for my Phillies underwear? Because uh, what? Finally gave out. They finally gave Did out. Did you yeah. really burn them? Yeah, best best uh, boxers I've ever owned. Boxer briefs, the softest material. Amazing. I loved them dearly. And uh, yeah, Casey. They, uh, so I, I put them in the ocean, sent them adrift, oh, and set yeah. it on fire. Shot a flaming arrow at it. Yeah. No, yeah. It, uh, a beluga whale choked on them <laughs> and died. So let me ask you. Uh, they don't make their own underwear. So no. Was it possible that Tommy John was making? You know, that's a good question, Steve. I was in the Majestic Shop, although I think it's a new name now. I think it's New, it's new Era. Era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there um, over the weekend for a Phil's game, and I didn't go underwear shopping. Um, I should have. Do they still have the underwear? I, I don't know. I've got to ask Dude, our buddy Francis. They're like eight years old. We yeah. got them. I mean, that's yeah. how long we've had them. They're fantastic. Guys, I'm telling you, I'll send you the link. Just get one pack of these. All right. Tell me what you think of them. I, I love them. I think they're what? great. Uh, the, the Fruit, the fruit of the Loom. Uh, uh, breathable. 
Um, Box of briefs. Nick, did you have holes in them? Is yeah, that yeah. Okay. They were just at, at reach Mine have still held up. That's good. Okay. I probably How, wore mine way too often. You probably did. How big does a hole have to get in your underwear in order for you to throw oh, them away? Oh, yeah. They were, they were shredding. Just, just, the elastic, yeah. just the elastic around the waist. I'll let mine go for a while, too. Yeah. 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 Once the sack starts, like, hitting the uh, <laughs> yeah. pants. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, once you touch a denim. <laughs> at that point, you're like, I'm not really wearing underwear anymore. <laughs> no. All right. Well, anyhow, those are the average. When was when will you get rid of a bra, Kathy? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. When the question. full cups fall out? Um, no, I. You know what? Spread stains. Sometimes, no. You know what happens with me is I'll, you know, I'll wash it and and I I don't put them in the dryer, so I'll lay them yeah. out and then I look at it and I'm like, wait, this is looking old, this is looking raggedy, and then I'll immediately go right. and I'll use the uh, gift card that Jackie gets me every year <laughs> for my birthday and for Christmas, and I buy a new bra. So it's uh, it's it's external. It's it's the look. Yeah, like I, yeah, I, and and I. I don't know how many, you know, how long I keep it, how many years or whatever. But, yeah, I'll just, it'll, it'll catch my eye. And I'm like, oh, it's time for a new one. Shouldn't they have odometers on those things? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. But I, I also think I wear the same exact underwear like 95% of the time. Not the same pair, but I have like 100 of the same pair. But I just realized I think I need, I, I think I want different underwear. Okay. So like have, a whole new uh, brand Lon, style? Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's right. just, it's not, I don't know. I, I Good want, luck with that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thoughts if there's any women who have suggestions, send them All right. Well, listen, we got to wrap that up. Uh, that's all we have time for the junk the world. Yeah. We have, uh, we got the B file coming up. We have another guest. Uh, we're going to check in with And thank you, Kyle, for my junk drawer jingle, finally. We got a nice group of people here. Oh, All donors hanging out, uh, relaxing, uh, rejuvenating after they uh, donate blood. It's a wonderful sight to be seen. Same thing is going on at Live Casino. We'll see if we can check in with Jackie before uh, time is up. But we have another guest we're going to talk to, uh, Ken Jennings, in a moment. Let's take a quick break. Come back in a second. We've got Bizarre File on the way as well. It's the I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive. We'll be back in just a moment, my friend. Brent Porsche Saturday from 11 to 1 at the Fishtown Grocery Outlet as part of their two-day Go Grillin' giveaway in celebration of grilling season and Father's Day. One customer per hour will win a grill kit with an insulated tote bag, baby back ribs, burgers, and bacon-wrapped beef fillets. Grocery Outlet has everything you could want for this grilling season. Before we get into the Bizarre File, then we're going to have uh, Ken Jennings on. I actually met somebody who we've met before and I want to bring her over here because she did a special thing for us a little while back. And I want to remind you guys, Janie, come over here for a second. And uh, I, I need to make sure this microphone is on. Say, say hello. Let me see if we can hear you. Hello. All right. Yeah, that's it. Janie does a little impression. Do you guys remember oh, her? Yes, Don't say it. Yes. Oh. Don't say it if you know. I do remember. Janie, go for it. Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? So she's... <laughs> Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? Wow. Sounds just you, like her. We were here last year. Did you do it last year? Yes. Yeah, I did it last year. I thought year. you looked familiar. Yeah. Yes. Yo. Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? <laughs> Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? She and her husband came out and, uh, and donated this year, which is awesome. Where are you guys from, by the way? Uh, we live in Wyoming. That's West Reading. Oh, wow. There you go. That's yeah. a bit of a haul. A little yeah. bit, but I come every year, and I, I adore you guys. Oh. I see you guys every single day. Thank you. You are like my family and he jokes that he hears you guys more than anything else in this house. Uh, we love it. Thank you so isn't much for the, coming out again. Isn't Taylor Swift from Wyoming? She, yeah, she, um, her childhood home went up for sale whatever.
whatever. It's like right around the corner from where we live. And her first job was with Trickmates. Yeah. It was. <laughs> have, you ever, yeah. have you ever had pancakes at Schmeck's by any chance? I have not. Okay, what about, okay, so my, my buddy's uh, dad owned that restaurant. He said it was a family restaurant, and it's a diner. Oh. I said, uh, do, you tr- do you serve pancakes at, at 10 o'clock at night? And he said, yeah, I go, it's a diner. It's not a family restaurant. But, uh, <laughs> all right, well, Schmeck's doesn't exist anymore, so. Oh, Schmeck's? Well, maybe not. Schmeck's. That sounds like something jerkmates would have, right? <laughs> we go now to the jerkmates Schmeck's controversy. Right. Yeah. Yo, ever heard of jerkmates? All right, well, thank you for being here, Jane. It's nice to see you. Uh, she's our jerkmate gal. Yes, we love here her. Here on out. Yeah. All right, so we're scheduled to have Ken Jennings on at 10. Why don't we do the Bizarre File, right. and then we'll yeah. see if we can get him on. So let's hit it, Ryan. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Circa Flags. Jersey Shore residents, check out CircaFlags.com for personalized beach gear. Customize your very own family logo in seconds at CircaFlags.com. And you can get 20% off when you use the code, uh, the code SHORE. That's C-I-R-C-A Flags.com. We'll start with a jersey story. A worker for the Woodbridge Department of Public Works was struck by lightning Wednesday afternoon. Wow. While working on the soccer field at a school, the 39-year-old worker was lining up the soccer field when he was struck. Uh, strong thunderstorms were moving through several areas of northern and central New Jersey at the time, and a single bolt of lightning struck the man before he and his co-workers were able to secure shelter. Uh, his whole, his uh, co-workers called 911. A certified EMT happened to be stationed nearby uh, the high school when he was responding to the incident, and he arrived within minutes, restored the man's pulse. I mean, uh, the worker was then transported to Robert Wood Johnson Medical Center, where he is currently listed in stable condition. So we met a dude. Remember, he came in on the show, yeah. uh, and he had been struck by lightning. It ran down his body. He had a scar mm-hmm. that was along the path of the electricity. It's amazing anyone survives that. Anyone. Yep. Homeowners in... Mm-hmm. Homeowners in Deltona, Florida, are reporting a new very evil prank, which involves teens kicking the front door of a home in in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, that's just hilarious. That's so so this, is a, this is actually happening more and more. There's a, there's a, a, a YouTuber, a TikToker in, I think he's in England, who, who kicks in the doors. Well, that guy kind of walks in, right? Well, he's also kicked in. Okay, yeah, yeah. well, these people come in in the middle of the night. Ah, that's great. And they kick the door in. And this is in Florida, folks. Yeah. They will shoot you yes. in Florida. That's all there is to it. And a lot of times, not have to uh, to deal with any consequences of that. So one of these happened just after midnight Tuesday, and a homeowner captured the incident on a ring doorbell camera. The video showed a shirtless teen walk up to the door with at least one other individual before kicking the door three times and running away. Uh, the resident said, until I saw the video, I didn't even realize that it seemed to be some youths playing what appeared to be a very evil prank. The homeowner said that he was not sure how the situation would have unfolded if he responded more quickly. He said, had they still been there when I opened the front door, I don't know that there would have been an element of control from myself or what they would have done. Uh, The severity of a home invasion can quickly lead to people participating in activities such as this to get seriously harmed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't do that. Not a good idea. I saw a diabolical prank uh, the other day. It was called the frozen piss plate. Did you see this one? No. Okay. I did not. All right. Piss in a plate. Stick it in the freezer. Then you have a frozen piss disc. And then you slide that under somebody's door. Like, diabolical. 
diabolical. So what? You, you slide it. This is like in a dorm or something like that. Yeah. So 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 you go and you slide it under their door, and eventually yes. it defrosts. It melts, yes. and they have a puddle of piss. Yeah. It's pretty creative. Uh huh. I, I will give would, them that. Yes. I would opt for that over the door kicking. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. A little bit more benign. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Unfortunately, that's all I have time for the bizarre file because our guest is on the line. So, fortunately, our guest is available. Which Excellent. I'm, ex- I'm excited to talk to him. We've had the pleasure of speaking to him from time to time over the years. Um, but not when he's had a book out. This is really cool. Uh, his new book is called 100, Pace- 100 Places to See After You Die. I love this. A travel guide to the afterlife. And it's an interesting take on a topic. So, we'll have him explain it all. You know him from Jeopardy, of course. Please welcome Mr. Ken Jennings yeah. to the show. Hopefully... He can hear us. Ken, can you hear me, sir? Oh, you've got oh, to be kidding me. No. I'm going to die. I don't think you can answer the phone from where you're at. Uh, no, it's it, it's engaged. The line's engaged. Okay. I can see that on the monitor. Let's try this again. Ken, are you there? Can you hear me? No? Okay. No. I want of a bitch. I, I really so yeah. desperately wanted to talk to Ken Jennings. Okay. I did, too. Yeah. Uh, wait, now I hear a little slapback audio. Ken, are you there? Kenny, can you hear me? Can you hear me calling? Can you hear me see me? Ma'am. What is no connection? No, I guess not. Wow. I, did, I, did, I was pretty proud of that setup. That was too. a good I setup. Know, Excellent. I know. I know. Did a lot of research on this. Okay. Keep it for right. your research. Ryan is going to try. Uh, he just uh, whispered in our ear back in the studio. So, Ryan, uh, click the button. We'll see if we can make this work. Let me, uh, I'll try this again. Uh, Ken Jennings, can you hear me? <sighs> All right. I wish we'd never had a blood drive. <laughs> <laughs> he liked one of my tweets the other day. Oh, he really? did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And I was, uh, I mean, I tweeted at him, but um, I've interacted with him on just on Twitter a couple of times. Like, I'd love that guy. What did you tweet at him? Uh, <laughs> he had a... Um, kiss you. <laughs> yeah, I, I asked him if he wanted to make out. and No, I... Um, there's a Simpson line where um, Homer is describing the movie Speed. And the punchline is, Homer says, and I think it was called The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down. And so I tweeted that at Ken Jennings because he was talking about uh, the movie Speed. And I quoted The Simpsons, and he liked that quote. Okay. He liked that tweet. Uh, it, was it a question on Jeopardy? No, no, no. no. It was just, he was talking about his book, and, uh, okay. and it was just sort of a ten- tangential thing. But uh, yeah. I did some research on that, too. And, uh, on the All book? Right. Oh, well, then ask me a question. See if I can answer it. Oh, okay. It was only for Ken. For, Ken. Uh, yeah, but for Ken's eyes only. No, okay. Mm. Thought yeah. maybe with that haircut you'd have a new knowledge. Yeah. What I did find <laughs> out is that the, he actually was spurred on to write the book because he was in a an airport um, s- store. And he saw a book with the, the book was upside down. And so that made him think. Uh, he chuckled. And it was obviously 100 places to visit, blah, blah, blah. Right. And he saw it upside down and misunderstood oh. the title. And oh. so that's what uh, caused this book to be written. Man. Oh. I would have said that. And he would have chuckled. He said, by the way, I liked a, a tweet from one of your coworkers about <laughs> The Simpsons. Man. All right. So uh, Ryan has said he's tried one more time. All right. So we'll do this again. And if this doesn't work, I'm going to die. Uh, Steve's going to die. Uh, Ken Jennings, can you? He- no. Oh. <laughs> Enough. Ken, Don't can- torture me. Can you hear me? All right, we lost. Oh, he got sick man. of waiting. I don't blame him. I would demand on a book tour. He's I'm, losing money. I'm sick wait, of waiting. Wait, he's back. He's back. Shut up. This is- no, he just said he's back. Oh, wait. All right. He's telling us right now. Wait, I heard a noise. Ken Jennings, are you there? Hey, can you guys hear me? Hey! Uh, yes! That scream would mean yes, Ken. Yes, we can hear you. Sorry, we were trying to connect there over and over. <laughs> Am I 
And we did we extensive research to talk to you about this <laughs> new book of yours. So how you doing, man? I'm well. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Well, I'm going to let Steve lead with the questions because he did a lot of research, and I know we don't have much time here. Well, Ken, we're thrilled to have you on. We're huge Jeopardy fans, and and we're doing a bit of research on this book, which has a wonderful title and and a wonderful uh, concept behind it. But was it based? You were sort of spurred on by a misunderstanding in a in a uh, airport bookstore. Yeah, I kept seeing all these books that were like a thousand of these year due before you die. You know, there's a lot of those books. But I was looking at one of them upside down on a table, and I thought it said, 1,000 places to die before you see. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. No, we're leaving out a huge chunk of the journey if we only talk about what to do before you die. Like, what about after? Well, it's interesting because, um, you know, reading about it and reading about your approach to it, it's, um, you know, you, you, you come from a place of... of um, you know, you're, you're, you're as we all are. We all want to know what happens after we pass, and there's 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 all sorts of perceptions about that. And it seems as if uh, not perhaps that you've been moved in a seismically spiritual way, but you found a lot of encouragement through the research on this book. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, there's a lot of beautiful afterlives going all the way back to ancient mythology, up through religion and literature. You've got Dante, and then you've, today you've got movies and TV shows and. Uh, all the rest, uh, comic books, there's afterlives in paintings and video games and theme park rides. And they just kind of show the, if nothing else, they show how human culture has changed and they show how our imagination, like, greens up, you know, basically fantasy novels, but about a fantasy we might someday be in. We don't know. What do you think about the, I'm sorry, Preston, go ahead. Uh, in, in the world of, of religion, if, if, you know, because you obviously you said that some of these can come from uh, sci-fi and literature and, and pop culture. But, but in, the realms, uh, in, in the realm of religion, which one of those concepts seems like a place you'd like to end up? Well, that's interesting. Um, the descriptions are very beautiful in Buddhism. Like, Buddhism, you know, has a, a paradise. It's a, a vast forest, and all the trees are the size of mountains, and they're all full of gems. And, you know, even the song of the birds gives you, like, amazing understanding about the Buddha nature. Um, it's a, it just sounds like a beautiful jeweled forest, and it's more specific than anything in, in the Bible or even the Koran about the Africa. Okay. Yeah. It's it's interesting the way uh, also there there as you say pop culture does inform a lot of our perceptions about uh, what things might be like there was a great twilight zone episode where a guy passes and his both he and his dog at the same time and uh the place that he's walking down yeah. a road and the place that won't let him in with the dog is hell and the place that lets him in with the dog is heaven and you know but it it's it those are those are pleasant things that we hope you know whatever happens that it is a more benign place what represents the worst possible scenario for Ken Jennings post life <laughs> Worst possible scenario. I mean, no afterlife at all would be pretty bad. Yeah. One, of, one of my favorite hells in the book is from Chinese mythology. They say you get to go up and look through a window, and the worst punishment of all is you get to see your own village after you're gone. And the <sighs> fact is, everybody's forgotten you. Everybody's moved on. Wow. Your spouse is remarried. Your kids are, your kids are misspending your money. Nobody cares about you. Like, that's the worst punishment of all. It's well, that's kind of an eye-opening... That's a Twilight Zone episode right there. Yeah. That's sort of like it wasn't a wonderful life at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful life. It's a very good afterlife, you know? <laughs> Angels 
angels come down and show you how important you were. That's nice. Ken, uh, this is Nick. Uh, uh, this is a two-part question. First, uh, thanks for liking my tweet uh, a couple of weeks ago. Second, um, I, li- I listened to a section of the book where uh, you were talking about the um, afterlife of the Inuit people. And can you describe a little bit about what their culture believes the Northern Lights represents? Yeah, the Northern Lights are like people playing lacrosse in the sky. Like well. somehow you're seeing the angels playing a, a massive professional sports league. And when you die, you get to join the league. So there are a bunch of afterlives with sports. So Valhalla's got fighting. The Irish have, uh, like, hunting. Um, if you, and, of course, Field of Dreams has baseball. So there's lots of athletic afterlives. I love that. Uh, the, uh, the, the movie, um, and it was based on a Richard Matheson story, What Dreams May Come, the... Um uh, Robin Williams film that 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 has a very interesting uh, take on things. In in all your research, what was the most surprising uh, in its uh, depiction, or what culture, or what group of people had the most interesting take on the afterlife? I mean, everybody's got something. The the Hindu version of heaven has these giant palace airplanes called vimana that you get to fly around in forever. You're actually just flying through heaven in your own airplane. Uh, Mark Twain had a version of heaven where everybody chooses to be old. Like, you, you actually don't want to be young. And, of course, in Larry David's heaven, you never have to pee anymore. So that's pretty good. Uh, all those are quite good. I'm, well, I'm a fan of every one of them. The airplane one sounds a little bit like Scientology. Yes. Uh, where they fly in these aircraft to <laughs> volcano Venu or whoever that. You're, yeah. Right. Isn't there, there's, the, there's the volcano element of, of Scientology, right? Where, did, did you dive into that at all, Ken? Ken? The volcano and DC-10 stuff in Scientology is actually before this life, not after. So I don't ah, know. That's it. Specific afterlife. And plus, I don't want to say anything about them because we all love the Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wise man, Ken Jennings. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and uh, listen, how, how, is, uh, how has it been? We, we have to ask about Jeopardy. It would be remiss if we did not uh, mention that at all. Uh, how yeah. much you, I, obviously, your good friend Alex Trebek, uh, the greatest to ever uh, be behind the, you know, uh, on the screen for that particular game show, um, and any game show for that matter. Um, are, are you feeling very comfortable with things the way they are? You know, I still miss him every time I'm out there. But the great thing is, you know, you're you're doing and saying the kind of things he would, and I can kind of hear him in my head. Like, you know, I, I'm not saying he's my guardian angel in the afterlife, but it's nice that I have those memories of watching him do it because he was so graceful at that job. And, you know, the only reason I can get through that is because I watched him do it. And it's a very reassuring presence for me. I was I was a little bit panicky at first about it, a little bit terrified. You- and I've, I've eased up a little bit. I... I enjoy doing it, and I know Philly's a big Jeopardy town, yes. so thank you guys for watching. You, you've settled in uh, fantastically well, and, and you, you capture the best essence of Alex Trebek, you know, and, and as you say, and I've heard you say many times, it's the game show, you're sort of just the steward, and, and you do a great job, and we love it, and, and uh, just sign a long-term contract on that, and we'll be thrilled. Yep. <laughs> it was always my favorite show, even as a kid, so yeah. it's like a dream come true for me to be out there, and I... I kind of feel like the, the little kid that wins the chocolate factory, you know, by being <laughs> boy. I'm, I'm very lucky. We're doing a lot of great things. So uh, congratulations on the book. It's called 100 Places You Need to See After You Die, Travel Guide to the Afterlife, and the author is Ken Jennings. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Ken Jennings, everybody. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> From Jeopardy. I, I Somebody that. was pointing out we got to interview ourselves about Ken Jennings beforehand. That's right. Yes. This was awesome. Uh, but he's great. I think that's a, that's a cool concept. So, Nick, you're reading the book? 
Yeah, I, I was fascinated by the by the concept of it, and so I wanted to check it out, knowing that we were going to have him on. Um, and he's, which almost didn't happen. Nick, yeah, no, we really, dodged a bullet. Well, you know what? Uh, to his credit, he kept trying. Yeah, you know, he could have given up and, and gone on the next one, but he yep. he called back in. So thanks, Ken. All right, all good with that. We should take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to lesson question, trash, music, news, that stuff. It's a blood drive, and uh, we got a nice group of people here. Yeah. This morning, so make some noise. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR, ask it to open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, we're at the Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Today, our 18th one, from what I understand. Yes, we we, were, we don't know those things. Yeah. Other people have to tell us. I just know there's been a lot of them, and 18 sounds about right to me. But uh, a very cool uh, shirt to give away to everybody who donates today or attempts to donate. Um, and uh, we've got, actually, uh, some tentative numbers that uh, Nick pulled up. It was about... Maybe about an hour ago or so, uh, both locations, and and you figure this is going until seven o'clock tonight. We're looking to to get a, a thousand units. Yes, um, about two hundred and fifty units already, like wow. a quarter of the way there. That's promising. At at uh, you know like nine thirty this morning already. So we've we that can, sounds awesome. Uh, implore you if you've made an appointment, make sure you get down here, and yeah. uh, you know obviously if you get down here and you're you're. Uh, Arian is a little low or whatever. There's a, co- a couple of reasons you might not be able to donate, but I th- it's, it's looking pretty good, Preston. Bang my knee under the... Oh, oh I did it too. Man. Damn it, that hurts. I, I skinned my knee. Oh. What? Same thing you just did. Ow. By the way, uh, Gina, our, our former intern and now um, working in the social media yeah. department, she found out this morning that she was anemic. She didn't know. Uh, and, and so she she went to donate and uh, had signed up and everything and then wasn't able to do so. That did However, happens. It, well, she was actually... It's a... It's good that she found that out. She yes. didn't know until today. Right. So okay. she got that information. She made the effort. Yes. Uh, I would like to, if possible, try to check in with Jackie Bam Bam one more time. Okay. Is, is there a chance that we could do that? Uh, um, yeah, I'll tell him to. Contact him. Have him oh. call the hotline or something like that. Might be at the Baccarat table. <laughs> we, we spoke to him earlier, and uh, and it was a little odd. But, I mean, you know, whatever, yeah, Jackie. Jackie. Uh, but I'd like she to see a unicorn. if we could get a hold of him again and, and see how things are going. It's the most beautiful, purest thing I I've ever seen at Live Casino where he is because Pierre's going to be 
there shortly. Yeah. Um, yep. But uh, we should do today's lesson question and give away our prize and see if you've been paying attention. So the question today... The prize for the question is a pair of tickets as MMR presents Bush, Saturday, July 15th, the Excite Center Parks Casino. So the question we're going to go with this morning is, what is the name of the parrot in the air-conditioned UPS truck? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. What is the name of the parrot in the air-conditioned UPS truck? 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, call now. We'll do the trash while you call. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Helium Comedy Club, bringing the laughs to Philly for many years. Helium Comedy has the best comics of today and tomorrow, live every week. Tickets and lineup at heliumcomedy.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, now that Pat Sajak has announced season 41 of Wheel of Fortune will be his last, many are wondering what Vanna White will be doing. Well, Vanna revealed her plans to TMZ, saying she has long dreamed of going to Argentina to hunt escaped Nazis. Wow. Oh, wow. Hey. Actress Sweet Chanel revealing if she would ever do a New Girl reboot. Chanel says the last thing she would want to do is the same old New Girl, preferring to, preferring to make the old New Girl a new New Girl, and then she had a stroke. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And finally, two climate activists were detained in a Swedish museum after smearing a bunch of red dye on a world-famous Monet painting as part of their protest. The activists had originally done the same thing to a Jackson Pollock, but no one could tell. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, we are going to attempt to find an answer to today's lesson question. And the question is as follows. What is the name of the parrot in the air-conditioned UPS trucks? 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to try to go to a phone call and see if we can get an answer. I'm going to go to Tom. Let's see if Tom can hear me. Tom, are you there, sir? Of course not. Uh, he's there. No. Uh, no, he's not there. Tom, you hear me? Yeah, he ain't Preston. All right, no. Uh, so, but Tom had the wrong answer. So, you know what? See you later, Tom. Hang on, Marissa wants me to hit a different button. Hang on, let me try this. Hi, Tom, are you there? Tommy, can you hear me? Yeah, Preston's Ken Jennings. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And, and his answer was incorrect anyway. Uh, so, yeah, normally it's the left one there, Marissa. So she's pointing out. I, I can't even see the goddamn cursor on here anymore. Can you just have goddamn space? Uh, just have Ryan do it. Say, hey, Ryan, we're going to go to so-and-so on line what? Uh, yeah, I only have one caller on the line. That was Tom. Oh. All right, now now we'll go to David. Let's try David. Uh, pull him up, please. Hi, David, are you there? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right, David, do me a favor. Tell me what the name of the parent was in the air-conditioned UPS truck. Say it again. Mr. Nibbles. Mr. Nibbles. Got it. You got it right. Hang on, buddy. We are going to give you a pair of tickets as MMR presents Bush Saturday, July 15th. The X Light Center Park Casino in Ben Salem shows uh, 21 and over, and tickets are sold out. Sounds great, friends. You can text concerts to 39333. We'll send you a link to the concert calendar and complete concert details. Is that okay, man? Yeah, sounds great. All right, excellent. All right, All right we're, thanks, buddy. We're going to do... Really appreciate it. We're going to do... It's great that you took the call. <laughs> We're Most gonna... people would have given up, but you stuck with it. Let's do Thanks music news now. Go. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3.
WMMR. Brought to you this morning by Omaha Steaks. Visit omahasteaks.com. Type WMMR in the search bar to order the dad's favorite grill pack today uh, for just $99.99. Plus, you get eight free burgers with your order. Yeah, Preston, I'm still here. I just want to say thanks. <laughs> now you can't hang up on <laughs> can we? Can we hang up on Dave, please? Guns N' Roses bassist Duff McKagan will release his third album titled Lighthouse on October 20th and has dropped the title track as its first single. Do you know what the original title of the album was? Uh -uh. Why didn't you buy my first two albums? All right. It was reported that uh, joining the legendary rocker on the set will be such heavyweights as Iggy Pop, Uh, his bandmate Slash, and Allison Chains' Jerry Cantrell. McKagan said in a statement announcing Lighthouse, the crashing... The cresting waves, the falling through of all of that surrounds you. Life sometimes tosses us around, and we feel the want of comfort and the pull of home. What the hell are you talking about? A ship tossed like a toy through the cape. Sails ripped and the wood groaning with the scraping of its ballast. A soul trying with all its might to find peace and center. Nell B. Tai. Uh, last month, he dropped a new three-song EP titled This Is The Song which was released in conjunction with Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, no. Yeah, Preston, what you just said, it really moved me. All right, Metallica has just dropped a new four-track live EP titled The Amsterdam Sessions. Huh. Uh, the exclusive Amazon music release recorded in the Netherlands features two 72-season tracks, Lux Eterna and If, the Dar- if Darkness Had a Sun. Who owns Amazon again? Uh, oh, yeah, we have, uh, I think we have a little theme song for you, Steve. <laughs> Along with a pair of classics, Master of Puppets and Nothing Else Matters. Uh, the song, songs which were performed at Mercury Studios were all filmed with the live take of If Darkness Had a Sun now streaming. Weezer has invited viral TikToker Evan Marsali on stage to play the song Buddy Holly in Wisconsin. Uh, the band tweeted about the moment saying after 990 videos and one duet, uh, Evan finally took the stage to play Buddy Holly last night in Madison, Wisconsin. So it was back in February after a fan caught the Rivers Cuomo, uh, had caught Rivers Cuomo's attention by posting a video to TikTok of himself playing a Buddy Holly, playing the riff for 990 days straight, Cuomo invited him to perform the song with the band on tour. So it's that famous... Right, that, that one riff, right? Right. Yeah. I, I guess so. I'm yeah, not every sure. day. Yeah, I think that was it. For 990 days. That's pretty wild. And then finally, uh, finally, the band Alkaline Trio has named Adam Willard as their new drummer after the recent exit of Derek Grant earlier this month. Grant left the band after 22 years. Hmm. In his exit statement, Grant had said, it's with mixed emotions that I've decided to step down as drummer for Alkaline Trio. Uh, the demands of being in a touring band have become increasingly difficult in recent years. And while this was a difficult decision to make, it is the best thing for me and my mental health. So you know that was on good terms. If Grant is no longer with us, that would be uh, yeah, a right, different right. story. Yeah. He's gone in a different direction. Yeah. All right, and that's the last item I have in music news. You look like you want to say something. Well, I was going to ask, uh, there's a huge concert at the Link tonight. Uh, Billy, Billy Joel, Joel and yeah. Stevie, Stevie Nicks. Nicks. Is anybody here going to that? No. Trying. You're trying. You're trying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you, you guys, Nick, you were at the Great I was at the Dead last night, yeah. And uh, Casey, I was talking with some people who were doing both nights. Yeah. So they did the Dead uh, with John Mayer and, and Bob Weir 
last night, and they're going to see Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel tonight. Um, I, I can't do two nights in a row. How was it last night? It was really good. I'd never seen any version of The Dead before. Certainly hadn't seen them with Jerry. Um, John Mayer is an incredible musician. He's just, he's amazing. And really, at this point, it's kind of like the John Mayer and Bob Weir band. Oh, is it? Yeah, and, right. and, and I say that um, respectfully. J- uh, John Mayer does a lot of the singing, and Bob Weir does a lot of the singing, but John Mayer sings uh, Grateful Dead songs. There's no John Mayer tunes in it. Oh, okay. So, and it, it was, you know, classic Dead. It was two sets, um, and I, I was hanging out with uh, Pierre Robert at a Dead show, and, I, you know, that's you can check that one off the bucket list. What know? is that like? Yeah. It was neat. I mean, like, everybody knows him. Um, you know, Brent Porsche was there as well, and so it was cool to just be a part of the MMR family last night, and so many people How, stopped um, up here to get pictures and stuff, and, yeah, it was great. How early did you get there? I got there early. I took the train down and then the subway so I didn't have to worry about driving. And the line to get in was insane. Yeah. There were a lot of people outside of the ballpark. And the show started shortly after 7. I think it was like That's 7. That's early. Yeah, 7.15, 7.20, something like that. Wow. And I was still outside when the show started. I think the second song was uh, Shake Down Street, which is, uh, you know, one of my favorites. And that's when I started walking in. I always, get, I always like, panic if I'm like, I hear the band. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I, went, I waited for Brent, uh, and he had to do his shift. So he came down right to the stadium right after his shift ended, Steve. So I wanted to go in with oh, him. okay, yeah. And that's why I didn't get it. How much early. nitrous did you do? Like a lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's $5 for a balloon and then a dollar for a refill case. You can't beat that kind of a bargain. <laughs> that's a, yeah. It's it's almost like the, the balloon itself costs $4, which, like, yeah. no, it doesn't. Jake Matera was there last night. He said he was going to sell nitrous shots out of his belly button. <laughs> he could do that. Did you do more nitrous than hot dogs, or uh, you know, I actually didn't either. <laughs> okay, um, but if you, uh, if I we have a hot dog OD here, <laughs> no, the nitrous game is like it's bananas. I these saw, days. is I it saw, really? Yeah, Casey, I saw so, people with balloons at all events, concert like, and sporting. When I was walking in and out of fish last year, and, and listen, I've been to many, many of these hippie shows. That's a, that's a that's a favorite band of yours yeah I, I i mean i've been to a couple of their shows i think they're they're pretty cool um but the the amount of ice cold uh, and that's what they're calling it these days ice i got ice cold oh really ice cold yeah oh i, I heard that i thought they were selling beer they're not selling brews <laughs> nope that is nitrous Wow. No kidding. Yeah. I didn't know that I was a code. not heard that term. Last time I did nitrous was uh, July 3rd, 2000, and I did it before a show, and I had a headache the entire show. I had to lay down the entire second set, and I'm like, I, I can't do this anymore. It's very risky, right? Yeah. Well, is it not? Well, listen. It immediately kills yes. your brain cells. Yeah, you can pass out. And you can, because you're not taking in oxygen, uh, you can faint. Yeah. You know, that can definitely happen. But uh, I've seen people go, I, I, like, three different occasions i saw like two of my friends i saw go down and like smash their heads on on the pavement yeah. right like so if you're gonna do it maybe sit down first and then i saw another guy do it and he passed out and then he started literally he was laying on his back and he started throwing up <laughs> into his own mouth Fun that, time. that had to be kind of pretty. oh and you know what his friends it's like a water did show, what? they walked away i'm like your friend's dying <laughs> Did you I, help him? Yeah, I went over and I turned him on his side. I was like, dude, like, your friend is dying. And I'm like, you can need to get new friends, brother. <laughs> He's <laughs> not our friend. <laughs> anyway. You out on yeah. Steve? <laughs> I know, it sounds great. <laughs> right. All right, well, we're going to wrap up this segment of music news. With that and story. <laughs> we will, yes, with that one, Casey's screaming at the guy who was puking Fun. in his own mouth. Yeah. Um, let's take a break and come back in a second. We will get ready to wrap up the live broadcast and, uh, and check in with Pierre if possible. We'll see. Yes. Uh, if not, we'll, we'll move along and we'll go down there in person and yep. say hi to him. So, uh, we're going to take a break at the Expo Center at Oak. See, I believe for President Steve Blood Drive. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
Finally, MM Barbecue 2023, starring Shine Down, Billy Idol. Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, plus special guests A. Ron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey, Finger 11, MMR's local shots opener, Vixen 77, and the return of the Preston and Steve side stage with you fronting live band karaoke. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Complete details at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. On a Friday morning, no sad bro. Uh, we're looking at uh, temperatures around 80 degrees today. We do have a chance for some thunderstorms uh, making their way into the area, so uh, prepare yourself. Hey, I just saw Sean over there from uh, Newman. What's up, Sean? Good morning. Hey, good, good buddy. Good morning to see you, sir. Our, our kids from uh, the, the gangs, uh, for the gang from uh, Newman University helping out with our uh, video needs this morning. Always a, a big yep. asset. Yep, so we appreciate them, and you can check out the new you at New Men uh, at any given time. And talk to our buddy Sean, because he can cover you up. Uh, today's been a lot of fun. We've enjoyed this. This is a... Uh, uh, a great event to come to and do a live broadcast from. Lots of people donating uh, of their bodies uh, yes. for this event. Not just time and effort and stuff like that, but actually literally giving a bit of themselves uh, so that other people uh, can live. You can you can save lives by donating blood. It's pretty damn amazing. Uh, and it goes on all day long till 7 o'clock today, both locations. Live Casino in Philadelphia and here at the uh, Expo Center at Oaks. Uh, Pierre's getting ready to broadcast live uh, in Philly. Uh, and then after that, Brent Porsche will be here for his afternoon show broadcasting live. So uh, no matter when you come by, hopefully somebody will be able to hang out with you and uh, spend a little MMR time with you. Quality time. Yep. Want to thank our guests. We had some quality two minutes with David Rash. Yeah, man. Amazing. From Succession, talking about the movie About My Father, written by Sebastian Maniscoukle. <laughs> Uh, but he worked with the guy. He was, maybe he just got confused. He's great, though. It, it was awesome to have him on for just a moment, but we had technical issues. He couldn't hear us. And then we had Ken Jennings, and Ken was awesome. He's got a new book called 100 Places to See After You Die, a travel guide to the afterlife, which is available everywhere now. And thank you to our buddy Guy Triano, who is the regional CEO of the Red Cross. Yes. Uh, and brought us up to speed on some of the things that are going on. And all the staff members who are that we see year after year here who make this thing happen and get up super duper early and spend a really, really super long day uh, to make the whole event take place. So I just saw my next door neighbor, Steve, walk by. Really? Yeah. Hey, What's up, Steve? Steve? What's up, Steve? Uh, so even neighbors and friends and family members sign up for this event. These are the people in our lives. Yes. Um, so I guess we do the letter of the day. I have no idea. Wait, okay. What? Uh Pancake, it says Pierre may or may not be there. I know what the letter is. Uh, Ryan... Are, are, are we going to go to anybody on the phone lines or no? All right, we're going to try and send it to Pancake and, and see what's up. Pancake, are you there? I'm here. How are you guys doing? Oh, hey. oh, my God, a successful connection. Uh, we're good. How you doing, bud? I'm doing absolutely great. There's uh, a ton of people here donating right now. Love it. I just saw my mom. You guys said uh, there's a bunch of people, neighbors and stuff. My mom is giving her 
hundreds pint today. Wow, no she's given one hundred oh. pints in one day. That's no, amazing. Not, not today. Yeah. Over her oh, lifetime. Oh, over her oh. lifetime. Oh, um, well, that's fantastic, pancake. Awesome. Uh, Steve and I are going to be headed down there in a little bit, and uh, we will donate when we get down uh, to your locale. So make sure you keep an eye out for us. We might right? make it there before Pierre. Yeah. Yeah, you guys might actually. <laughs> <laughs> so should we get the letter of the day from you, or uh, Casey says he knows what it is? Uh, I have the letter. The letter is Whoa! B. Wait, 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 hold on. There's a special little sounder thing we have to play. So, Ryan, oh, hit, that, hit that first. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter, Pancake. D as in donate. All right, D as in donate. All right, let's take caller number six at 215-263-WMMR, and we will indeed give away our Word of the Week prize, which, Casey, I need the copy for. I don't know where it is. It's right here. Uh, you've got it right there. All right. Uh, Pancake, what's what's happening musically and all today? Actually, somebody just walked oh. into the building just now. Who Good is day, it? Citizens. Oh. Good morning, Pierre. How are you, man? It's been a great uh, drive so far, man. You guys have sounded just so cool. Thank you. A lot of people don't know, and Pierre would be too modest to admit this, but he also works as a pit boss at the casino. <laughs> Could you imagine? I was helping. There was a, normally, there used to, in the old days, there were buses that would take uh, um, retired senior citizens to Atlantic City. Actually, right. a bus from Atlantic City of retired senior citizens have come up here. Yeah. And I was escorting each and every one of them off the bus. That's wonderful. So that they could uh, get right to the casino. And the thing that you do the, at the casino is that you make sure that they have, because, you know, a lot of times they'll forget to bring their medications <laughs> throughout the day. Right. And uh, I also I also distributed all their medications. Exactly. Yeah. He just Try some, some of, of these. Yeah. Here, here. Huff, what's in this balloon? I got this at the dead show last night. <laughs> Try it. Ice, was, cold, ice cold. The dead show. Ice cold. Ice cold. Ice cold. Ice cold. Wow. Get your doses. Get your ice cold doses. Uh, so we're going to be, uh, Steve and I are going to be leaving here in a moment. I'll probably be, grab something to eat on the way there and then, because uh, you probably shouldn't donate on an empty stomach. And then uh, we'll come down and we will make our donations there. So we'll spend some time with you on the air uh, for a moment or two, Pierre. We will see you later on, my friends. What's what's happening on the program today, real quick? On the program, we will have workforce blocks of Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks and a big block of blood songs. Yes. Love it. All right. Uh, we'll go to the phones, and I'm going to ask Ryan to bring up our caller. It's number six, and I believe it's Dave. If you could please, Ryan, give me Dave, and we'll see if we can find out if he knows what the word of the week is. Uh, uh, Dave, are you there? Yes, sir. All right, Dave, what's the word of the week, please? It is bleed. Bleed is correct. Coo-coo-ca-choo. All right, hang on the line, bud. We are going to give you a five. We're going to give you 500 bucks from the Bagster. Uh, The Bagster is the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. Buy it at any home improvement store, fill it, and simply schedule your collection, and it is gone. You can clean it up with the Bagster dumpster in a bag. And that is almost the last order of business. Just a couple things to do, and then we are heading out of here and uh, going to the other location. I want to thank our sponsors, uh, the President and Steve. You can start the music. Thank you, Ryan. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Trinity Rehab. Locations all over and now opening Kingdom, Prussia, and also Glenn Mills, uh, trinity-rehab.com. 
And uh, next week on the program, uh, we got some good stuff coming up. We have comedian Jamie Lisso joining us. Oh, nice. We have uh, Keith Jones, the El Presidente. Or no, not the president. He is yeah. the... Oh, he is. Then what is uh, Danny Briere's? The Viceroy. GM. He's the GM. Okay, so Keith Jones is the president of the Flyers. He's going to be in the studio. Yeah, he's coming in the studio, and he's bringing us a surprise, which we can tease on Monday, but it's actually really exciting. I am very happy about this. And next week, we're going to talk to our buddy Rob McElhenney as AFC Wrexham is coming in for a friendly match against the Union at the end of July. So we'll talk to Rob about that. We might finally realize this event we've been waiting for for quite a while. And Kathy? We're also going to get a call from Governor. Governor Shapiro is going to update us on 95. Nice. Nice. All right. So that is it. We are done. Rage on. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. And thank you guys for being yes. here. Yes. Awesome. I believe for President Steve Blood Drive, uh, we are going to get out of here. We're headed to uh, Philadelphia. Have yourself a great weekend, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.